That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Green Room Radio. My name is DJ DeVille. Welcome to the podcast. I'm hanging out with all kinds of lovely people this evening. We're hanging out with Domo. What's up, Domo? What's up? How you feeling? How you feeling, DeVille? It's only two weeks away till Christmas. Can you believe it? <laughs> two weeks? I need more time. Oh, my God. That's, it's, it's scary. <laughs> Time's flying. So how you feeling, True? What's up, True? Shit, chilling, man. Uh, we got a special, couple special guests today. Uh, one that goes by the name of Shenanigans. What up, guys? What's happening? And then we'll this guy's also... got a deeper voice than I do. Holy oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. And then we got <laughs> DJ Godfather from Detroit. He'll be here in a little Straight while. Straight from Detroit. Just got off the plane. What's up, man? Yeah. So, yeah, we are uh, we got lots of things. We got producer Hugh in here. What's happening? He's got his mic, I think. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. So, yeah, we're uh, we're launching, and uh, we're, we're going into... Producer Hugh. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, there he is. He's, got, he's had his liner. There it is. Yep, so... Um, lots of things happening, but you know, it's, it's almost Christmas time and it's, it's, uh, I can't believe 2020 is almost fucking done. In a way I'm happy in a way. I can't believe it went by so fast and so slow at the same time. Did you see the video of the lady getting the first vaccine? Oh, I saw two different ones. So <laughs> well, I, I saw the, the, it was like the first, was it the first nurse? I think it was the first nurse lady. I haven't seen that. Are you talking about in the UK or in, in the US? In the US. In the US, US no it was idea. the nurse, yeah. In the UK it was the old lady, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. that would explain that, That's it. the one that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I, li I like that video. Oh, and it, it, turned, it, 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 it turned into the zombie yeah. and crawling up on the wall? That, that, they turned the video into some shenanigans. That's Hell yeah. Yeah, basically. That's what happened. It's basically what happened. I'm just wondering because it's like... There's got to be some sort of complications. There's going to be. Because it, it normally takes 10 years for a vaccine to come out, right? Yeah. They did it in eight months. Yeah. That's insane. Anytime you rush anything, man, you're not going to get the best results. Yeah, it's like, 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 look at your homework in high school. If you rush through it, it comes out like shit. So, I mean, that just makes you wonder. <laughs> okay, congratulations, Pfizer. You got the first ones out. But apparently you have to transport it at negative 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's cold hey. as fuck. Is it I mean, weird that uh, Pfizer, the people who came up with this, also do the uh, stocks? No, the Viagra. Oh yeah. Oh. So they. I used they to work for a pharmaceutical company. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I used oh, to be shit. a pharmaceutical sales. So I used, you know that. Of course you were. Oh, every, you every were goddamn one of them. Oh man. Oh. You know that movie, Love and Other Drugs, and another another life actually. Like put some scrubs. You know on what Jake Gyllenhaal? No. You never heard of that? Did no. you see that movie? Anyways, it's just like about the release of Viagra actually onto the market. How they would basically Ew. take all the doctors out to to dinner. Oh and yeah, like it was that, like right? the, they did that movie with um, God, there was like I can't remember his name, but it was like a whole movie based on it. He was a salesman for yeah, that Jake company. Yeah, Jake Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, now, in another this. life, man, I used to yes. I used to do that job basically. That's that, that yeah. must have been fun. <clears throat> it was cool, but you know what? It, it made me be like a glorified UPS driver, man. Seriously, every single oh, wow. I would just go around <laughs> to the doctors and then I would just deliver drugs to them every single day. No like, shit. I had a big bag of drugs. Well, it wasn't true that Viagra wasn't even a boner pill. It, yeah, it was, was supposed it was to be a, something else, like a heart a, pill, a heart, right? No, it was a, a yeah. breathing pill, basically. It, it, like, yeah, it opens up your the nitric acid yeah, or whatever, basically. nitric oxide. Yeah, it so helps it, your breathing Even if you take it, now. though, it kind of helps your breathing still, but as yeah. you kind of exhale, your boner gets bigger, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's straight up, man. I've taken it for fun just kind of No, like, yeah, I mean, you, 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 have to, you actually have to stimulate it. You can't just sit there and, like, look at it. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, go! Yeah, yeah. Come on! 
he said he took you actually have taken viagra just for the fun of it yeah, dude i wanted to see what's up man yeah. you know what i mean yeah, literally well, no, I'm just, I, I wanted to learn actually no so i like i said i learned if you just take it and you stare at it nothing's gonna happen you, man. you, you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. you gotta actually like yeah you, exactly yeah. give it a little push well, it's like a normal like circumstances you know I mean? it's like you know it's like i, I swallowed viagra got stuck in my throat i had a stiff neck for days <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, that's I'm, a that's a old, uh, old Dangerfield joke. I had um, I had these <laughs> pharmaceutical reps uh, at the strip club in New York, and the, they were fucking crazy. What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I customers. Mean, you make a, you make a lot of money doing that, but like yeah. I said, it just felt like such a slave to the man, man. Hey, do you do you think pharmacists? Do you think they can take pills and shit out of there, or like do you think it's so accounted for? I, that I, they can't? I think that you probably can. You just gonna, you know what I mean? They I, magically I think disappear. Like, there's probably like a variable of like however many go missing in like however many batch. I wasn't a pharmacist though. Like I was a. A farmer rep, though, did, yeah. Did, did so you, you had ever, samples. Yeah. Did you yeah, had some samples. samples. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Did you ever exactly. sell any of the samples? Uh, I didn't sell any fun drugs. I sell, like, an acid reflux medication, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's not really fun stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? But but the thing is, actually, this story of me being a farmer rep actually led to L.A. Street Art Gallery because my um, area was uh, Hollywood, Melrose, and Fairfax area. There's a lot of doctors around there, right? This was around, like, 2009, basically. And street art was just popping up like crazy there, right? So as I was delivering drugs to the doctors, I was like, oh, these are such fucking cool pieces of art popping up on the street. So I just started taking pictures of it. There wasn't even Instagram back at this time, on, on a Facebook, actually. Oh, wow. And all these artists were kind of like secretive underground, like graffiti artists, right? Like, you know, Banksy would come into town at that time. Oh, right? yeah. And then like, this is, you know, Banksy's like now he's like mainstream. But it, yeah. think about in 2008, nobody knew who the fuck he was. Yeah, basically. it's true. He was still like <clears throat> a still cult really following. Un- exactly. So it's like DJs and artists. They, we kind of like knew about this underground scene of street art, right? So I kind of just stumbled upon this scene because I started taking pictures. I was a DJ at the time, a Moonlight as a DJ. And I uploaded to this blog and then it became this huge community where all the artists, when they wanted to get into street art, they kind of started to join this community called LA Street Art Gallery. We opened up a, a Instagram and almost 10 years later, man, it's just grown into this huge, like kind of like underground community. We have like parties and art shows. Well, I mean, shows. think about you, you've been so. doing this for over 10 years. Like think about the historical amount <clears throat> of significance, like things that disappear yeah. over time. Exactly. And so you captured it. Exactly. That's cool. That's, that's cool is because it's like, we need to document this because street art is for everybody. It's free, right? It's for yeah. the public and it's temporary, right? So it's kind of like, you want to go and archive can, it exactly so you can take a look like at, on our website it's like alec monopoly's like first show our first oh, art show go. and things so like that la street art me and me and shenanigans we met a long time ago that's true at um my co-host uh, yeah so a teacher's gallery at uh fairfax high school right. was, he's throwing his first art show at that time wow so. i was a um so that's the one with the we, the teacher <laughs> yes was, teacher we that were dog symbol or something yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. The one that we have out here. We were, feet, yeah. um, what were, what did they call us? Um, okay, so basically what happened is, shout out to Sue Momo, uh, one, of my, yes. one of my friends, yes. basically. She was a go-go dancer uh, when we would DJ st- and stuff like that. So teacher asked me, he's like, hey, I have this cool like upstairs exhibit that's a dark room area, and I want some girls with flashlights to basically take people up, <clears throat> winding up the staircase, and just kind of like have a personal touch to people who might want to buy the art. And there's some really, you know, this is a full on, he overtook a school. His his name is Teacher, T-E-C-H-R, basically. Okay, that's his kind of like graffiti street name. Like he doesn't buy a vowel? Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> T-C-H-R. You know what's the funny? license plate mode. 
He, it's, it his, his original name, he went by Teacher, but the thing is, like, then he got arrested, basically, right? And oh. for his graffiti, and then they keep a file on you. So I don't know if this is true, but a lot of graffiti artists feel like if you change your name, then yeah, it, yeah. it becomes, Makes like, sense. a different file. But I don't know, man. Come on. It's like yeah. they can't figure out the same fucking yeah, guy yeah. with that one. But anyways, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that. But, you know, so he just changed his name during that period of time to kind of, like, just, I don't know. Oh, it, it's a new phase, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's a new phase, like, like post-arrest, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, anyways, we're doing his show at... Uh, he thought, what what better place to do my first uh, solo show than at actual school, Melrose uh, High, basically. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's he took over this whole area, and he had a bunch of pieces up there. And then um, and yeah, Domo crazy. was one of the and girls with flashlights. And it was crazy because my girlfriend just called me last minute, and we did it. And I was like, she's like, yeah, it's this street artist. You know, you get paid a couple, um, you know, paid a good little rate. And I went, and so I'm, like, thinking – it's some piece of shit fucking <laughs> like you know it's at a high school paper, pl like, paper plates I'm with like, elbow right, macaroni whatever it's for my girlfriend <laughs> but when we went it was fucking like incredible shit and i was really into like banksy at the time like that uh uh exit through the gift shop had like yeah. just came out so that was like getting really popular but um yeah and then i met him and then that was eating outside basically and then i was know? like what's up what's up with the parties and then we just sort of connected and we've kind of been uh friends ever since yeah. and they actually started a podcast yeah we so we have a podcast me and teacher actually we three years ago we started a podcast we thought you know what this is such like an underground community you're way ahead of the game that nobody thought yeah exactly nobody thought about this is pre-covid yeah, yeah pre-covid exactly. yeah, podcast pre a lot a lot of people like, like started fucking yeah. podcasts like yeah. because yeah. of covid right so <clears throat> we were just like hey it's, it would be a cool community to um kind of just like you know hear more than the artist story like we see like these tags or we see like these stencils and it's kind of like all we know of these artists where like, do you where right, do you find so this that, at so this is uh a you, paint the town podcast yeah, you can just go to paint the town podcast.com so, the, it easy for so you. the franklin's yeah. part of what you guys are yeah doing. yeah so actually the, here's the thing nobody knew who the fuck franklin marshall the <laughs> third was okay but i'm telling you everybody has seen his fucking stencil on yeah, the floor his face was all over I've la all over right yeah. and then so, the so that's the thing man the, the power of la street gallery was that he was following the blog basically and one day his i was on the podcast and i'm like holy shit this is the fucking dude <laughs> from the fucking stencil yeah it's everywhere man shout out to franklin man you know yeah, that's with, with a t-shirt right and then basically i was just like dude this is the dude we got to get him in and this is what i mean by the, the artists have way more of a story you just see a stencil right but the reason somebody's getting up or going out and putting their face on the street or putting a sticker is because they want to be heard man yeah you yeah. know they want to have a voice out on the street so basically, it turned. We basically get uncovered. This guy straight up. He told me I was I was about to kill myself, man, because nobody paid attention paid attention to my shit. But basically, now you guys. Oh I mean, I, okay, I'm saying that he he may have been joking. He may not have been joking. But I, I mean, the cool thing is like now we found him as part of our community, and he grew kind of a huge audience, man, through the, the oh, street yeah, art world because huge. everybody's like, dude, we know this guy. Well, you, I mean, because you know? it's it's funny how when you like start combining powers, it creates a new catalyst, and that's sometimes all it takes. <laughs> Like when you're taking different people's skill sets and abilities, because this yeah. guy's obviously made bullet points all yeah. over LA, but they're just bullet points. Not even LA though. He actually has a movie. He's still trying to get made. Oh, really? He's already finished made. He went all the way. Like a he, screenplay? <clears throat> no, no, it's done. It's, it's done. Actual film. It's actually done. Too. Yeah, he's, he's a comedian. Oh, yeah, that's dope. So, so basically, his movie is about him Frank putting Frank. his 
his uh, stencil all across the country yeah. and just going guerrilla style being a comedian. So but that's, see, a, that's against the law, right? When you, so when you're walking out yeah. Melrose. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like no cop, no, no cop yeah. is going to arrest you for it because Melrose, that area, they appreciate all the street art. It's and part of the like culture that. now. It's part of the yeah. culture. But if you go to like, I don't know where I live in. Let's go to Rodeo County. Drive. Hollywood I mean, Boulevard. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Beverly Hills or something. You know what I mean? And then yeah, you, you just no. do like a stencil. You know, the cops will be looking for you. you, you know? <laughs> However, teacher gets away with it, though. Well, the teacher has been arrested, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> right? so, yeah. <clears throat> so I feel the, like Franklin wouldn't be hard to find if they saw if he did Rodeo Drive. Yeah. Like, yeah those, he's got to take he's, the glasses he's wait, off. He's waiting to get arrested, man. So he, his comedies could be more. Uh, but you know what? You need like, some street cred. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I love this guy because it's just like he was such a joy to find and it was just one of those things that I'm like dude we're doing something for the community everybody didn't know who the fuck this guy was but everybody but you gave him a different platform that's the important thing because like he had he concentrated so hard on one platform style and like all of a sudden you just gave him a whole new pivot point and exactly. that's what created it, the pop and it was like yes. a voice yeah. it was like, this guy's a tiktok star yeah. now man this guy oh, yeah. has, it's like you know you tens of shout out to followers. him and cyrus no, that's oh, yeah, amazing cyrus cyrus what too. happened didn't he lose one of his pages or something he did what happened he got it back yeah i think he just got it yeah. back i just uh how, how saw the fuck that are you recently. gonna take franklin's page exactly man it's just like yeah i was talking to him he was pretty bummed out about it but then yeah they got motivated on TikTok and I guess hey, but somehow did, but he, he got it back. But he do what did he do what Boozy did? Did he offer Mark Zuckerberg a hundred thousand? No, no. <laughs> oh, man. He was just like, yo, Poor I'm Franklin, Boozy. give me my page back. Oh, Poor Boozy. Yeah, could you imagine offering Mark Zuckerberg a hundred grand? That's like offering a penny. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, so, hey man, hey man, let me get my no, page back. What I said, the funny thing, the, the funny thing about that is is like just somebody getting him the message, like, hey man, little boozy trying to get <laughs> He you wants his page. <laughs> yeah, He'll yeah. behave. He will behave. So yeah. what's cool is like, you know what? He's not the only one of the artists that we kind of uncovered. Of course we have street artists, but there's a lot of people that dabble in street art too, man. You oh, know, sure. like people that, you know, like for example, we just did an episode with uh, Dave Navarro and uh, Unfuck Yourself. Dave Navarro has a yes. new clothing line called, or he calls it a movement actually called Dual Diagnosis. It's a focusing on mental health. But the thing is, like, this guy goes by That's life, a dope ass name. life After Death Street on um, Instagram, basically. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Some of those stickers in here. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, I ha yeah, yeah, I have those. Yeah. Um, yeah, Life After the Dual Diagnosis one, basically, is our most recent one. And um, it's just so cool to be able to, like, um, have you know people celebrities of his caliber dabble in our little like niche uh community man so it's cool because the the people who are trying to go out on the street and get up man it's not it's a pretty niche thing to do you, yeah. you know what i mean well, but you know i think this is creating a really interesting dynamic just from a media standpoint just talking on our specifically what we're doing in general is all these artists that came up in an era that was entirely different where accessibility was done on tv yes. and terrestrial radio yeah. and all of a sudden they you know they disappeared in the 2000s for a while and then it just kind of all of a sudden comes back around. Yeah. So then basically they're we're the new relevance. Yeah. And they're they, they're smart enough to understand that we're okay. Let's cycle back in. <laughs> Hell yeah. So then they're on every platform. It's genius. Like, well, and it's like think about back in the day TRL. Yeah. And, That's and how that I learned was, about hits. That hit was, music. That <laughs> was like where you went to to get music yeah. to get the Fred Durst to Britney Spears. Yeah. Where the fuck did Carson Daly go? 
He's around. Yeah, he's actually. still doing shit. Yeah, he still does he like talk has, shows. Like, late night show. He's a little crazy though. He gained weight. Yeah, well, you guys, his eyes look a little. Thin. You guys use like Shazam or anything? Oh like yeah, that? totally. Yes. I'm not, this is not a plug, but yeah. I'm saying back in the day, we had you had to go to the record store and be like, "Hey, you know that one song yes. with the guitar <laughs> solo?" <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 And the fucking guy looks. Well, that's at how you. Like, that's what you got to do as a DJ with drunk chicks. Yeah. It's like you got that song. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you want Fifty Cent in the club, right? So it's I'm your just, birthday, right? It's just so it's, cool it's, these days that you can just whip something out and you never have to look like a dumbass hey, at the fucking hey, music. Hey, ain't guy, it you know? always yeah. doing that? Google I got my Shazam. That's where you can hum. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's frightening. Phone, yeah. Oh. yeah, but oh. shit, man. I, I wonder how accurate that is, man. I, I'm just I've tried it, and I just felt like an idiot. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, that is that on? Um, is that on like a, the Alexa kind of thing, or the Google version? You gotta at least be in key. But okay. I, I'd like to like understand from his standpoint, or even just other people. Like, remember we were talking about Tila Tequila? Like, mm -hmm. Tila Tequila was like the MySpace, like so famous thing. Now we're in this new age that. There's these new. I bet she wish she had OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> she probably does. She does. Right? Well, back in the might. day though, when she was oh, smoking, yeah. smoking. Hey, I, always, totally. hey, I always say this every time. How's your OnlyFans going? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, I have one. I have one for real. But I got one too. I have like four followers, man. Plug, Fuck plug, all plug. Yeah. dude. Plug, plug, plug. I, I, I gotta figure out if I'm you gonna. Got them booty shots. Oh man, I'm just gonna Woo! do abs. I'm only gonna do abs. I, I just sell pictures. Fluffy of my feet, abs. Man. Okay. Hashtag fluffy abs. Actually, I just watched a video on how to properly. Properly, like what exactly are these guys looking for and you'd be surprised yeah. because it's not just getting your pretty little pedicure no it's, what? it's just interesting because it's the like the feet lovers oh it's, oh okay okay they're into shape and it's like mm. and, 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 and it's like teasing <laughs> with your feet so like it's like can like you say, spread out your feet girl no, no, they're spread like, your toes out yeah like that's one oh, but I'm it's like when you have when you <laughs> have like, arches, like yeah. say you have like your feet in shoes and then, like, you're sort of, like, sticking the heels out, like, yeah, almost, uh, like, teasing them. But like, are guys into, like, not, like, cute feet? Or, like, some guys, like... I want to see some you know what I mean? like, guys, like They're yeah, into exactly. the arches. Okay. Um, of course, you know, a nice pedicure is good, but it's really about the shape and also, What about like, dirty feet? Is, like, dirty feet? Like, yes. visibly dirty? Yeah. That is huge, yep. too. Actually, That's kind of hot to me, too. When just I, when hey, I girl, was like, on, just come back from the kitchen? When I was on cam, <laughs> I had You guys have been working, man, you know? When I when I did cam, there's a there was a guy who offered me um, five hundred dollars for like dirt my dirtiest shoes. Like he, they oh, want that like wow. smell. What's his name? Fuck DJ yeah. <laughs> they, it's, He's trying to act like he don't like it. He's like, um, mm, that's nasty. You Wait. know, there's there's something that work? weird for everybody. Dirty remember feet and bruised knees, man. Bruised knees. That's even better. <laughs> bruised legs, man. I'm, I'm totally into that. You were man. saying guys wanted to buy. <laughs> Uh, what do they call it? Road trip panties. So like, if you drive, I was from trying town. to sell that. Yeah, like, um, Jesus it's, it's like sometimes actually guys they'll they will try to like say, oh, I'll, I'll buy these panties, but I want you to wear them for like forty eight hours. So, so I mean, you put them in a bag. Extra. You put them in a bag and then you who's, send it off. Basically, who, you put it in a nice hours? little package and then yes, Ziploc freezer off. bag. No, I, mean, saying, I think that the guys want like it in a Ziploc. I want it in a freezer bag. However, my girlfriend <laughs> with a bow on it. My girlfriend, if you get a little Cetaphil and you like make it look like you creamed him, you can totally fake that shit. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, the thing is, like you know, immediately, sorry, industry sticker. You know, immediately he's taking them out and he's like going like this to his yeah. nose. Like, 
I mean, immediately. That's well, why he's buying them. Th- sure. Oh my god. The panty sniffers are some pretty sick fucks. Okay, they really want that. Like, they want them really. It's four dimensional. Four dimensional. Yeah. They want the musk. Yeah. They want the musk. Yeah. Sometimes they're just like, Jeez. we're just like, uh, are you gonna like really do it, or are you just gonna like? How do we get it? here from talking about art to sorry, sorry panties? This is, sorry, this is the magic of podcasting. We're talking about uh, dirty feet. Yeah, uh, yeah, love, yeah, yeah. We just like, oh my god, that was a quick pivot. <laughs> we rolled into panties, but yeah. anyways, back to what you guys are doing. With yeah. The so you know what? <clears throat> it's cool because like it allows me um, as a DJ to have a platform for my music too. I don't understand how the fucking music industry works, man. You know what I mean? I just just do my own fucking thing, man. I, You know, people like my music. They like my music. I release it on my podcast, man. And then we have, a, you know, our audience, basically. And whoever fucks with me, you know, I'm on, on my own social media, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, my co-host, basically, whenever he has new stencils and new art prints, man, we basically uh, release it on our podcast, man. And then we have all kinds of guests on, man. It, That's awesome. It's super cool because these guys are normally very secretive and on... Our podcast, you get two of them, man, and you kind of get this interaction between two street artists. It's just something that you never actually hear. Gets oh, and you, then you get to kind of hear how the inner workings. Because I know a street artist here in Vegas, and like he's he's incredibly creative in a way that, <clears throat> from a marketing standpoint, I started to employ techniques. Like you know, I was literally kind of just straight up copying some of the shit he was doing because sure. it was smart, like stickers and yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Sla- like slap packs. What's his name by the way? Sev one. Sev one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. He goes to. Um, uh, what's the one. what's the one in Miami? Our uh, our Basil. Our Basil. So he's yeah, always yeah. our Basil. So, <clears throat> so I mean, it's just cool to see how his brain works because he's trying to employ so many different mediums and techniques to his style. Because he he did some stuff for Justin Bieber, like nice. some of his merch. Yeah, and like he did like you know those really thick pens they drip while you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those drip pens. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what literally what they're called. Drip yeah. pens. <laughs> okay, wow. It's so, li- <laughs> so literal. But yeah, he did. I have some of his original art in my house. Like it's nice. Sick. Like yeah, art Basil is pretty cool, man. So that's kind of like the uh where my music kind of like my angle of my music it's like we're gonna throw parties when we have our kind of like little i send some of my artists uh resident artists to go uh dirt cobain and uh sell out basically there's some of our resident artists just to go to our basil the sticker bomb every place Dude, with our, with it's our, so, with it's our so fast and easy too talking <laughs> yeah, exactly. about like trying to make it quick yeah because if you're in a place that doesn't that kind of frowns upon it but you still want to be seen he always goes for the street signs way up top like just slap them on oh the yeah yeah signs. totally dude if you're in the scene every single time you cross the street and you hit the uh crosswalk button just look behind the fucking oh, yeah the back of the you get an education yeah, you'll, like, you'll, you'll, you'll see is, do they have a crew that like travels around and unstickers Shit. Oh yeah, yeah, buffers. Yeah, yeah buffers. Basically, buffers. we call the buff monster. Basically, yeah. you know what I mean. But that's what makes it. No, but so... wait, there, New York, there is a real. Buff yeah, monster. That's right. Shout out yeah. to Buff Monster. Yeah, there's yeah, a street yeah, yeah. artist named uh, Buff, and he's he's a fan of the show too, yeah. actually. So oh, it's it's cool because it's like, um, you know, like I said, there's just this secret community, and the thing is, like, normally secret communities, it's like we we always say this: street art is like white noise. Once you notice it. You actually will hear it everywhere, and you'll see it everywhere. Yes. But before you notice it, you you're, tune it you're out. blind. You're blind yeah. to it. You know what I mean? So the cool thing about it is just like if you're, it's like so kind of like still niche underground that the community is very. It's like, hey, let me check out your shit. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah, yeah. still very like um, real and embraces kind of like creativity. You know what I mean? Oh so sure. It's a very easy scene to break into, man. Definitely. And that's that's sort of how I got into it because when I lived in LA, um, my car got totaled once i moved there and so i had to take the subway and i took the bus like all over before like oh you're gonna see it everywhere i did well i and this was like you know early instagram like came a long way since the bus i have i have (laughs) (laughs) 
You have no idea. I had Metro app. I, I fucking I can I've walked all over LA. Um, but anyways, like I would just see this art and I didn't like I would just take a picture of it and I would just be like, Oh, that's cool and, and I would post it. I had no idea. And Instagram it would be so weird. They'll just be these little weirdos and then they'll tag who the artist is and then I'm like Oh my God! It's like, kind of like opens up a whole new world. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Wait, wait, wait! They're like this is this, and you start walking again. You're like, oh, I know that guy. Like school phone. Like somebody tagged <clears> him, and I was like, oh my God! I'm like, now I know what the fuck the name is. <laughs> so the like, crazy thing is, like, once you know these guys, you, yeah. when you see the the art. You almost see a ghost of them doing the art, <laughs> you know, on the street, basically, cool. yeah. right? Well, and what's really cool when I went to New York, I saw Buff Monsters. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You see work some kind of cross pollination. And it going. was like, yeah. as I started to travel, I started to see these bigger people. Like I saw Andre in, in L.A. and yeah. know, he was in the Banksy he's, movie. He's and, a, a French, uh, French artist, basically. Yeah, you know, Space or, Invader. Yeah, you I've can just seen him, and it's just. It. It's just cool. Well, the I, fact I that these it. things get scrubbed over time, too, it creates like a limited yeah. edition factor to it all. I mean, the thing is, like, Banksy, a painting now from Banksy, I and mean, people cut that shit yeah, out of the Yeah, they cut it out of the building. Yes. You know, you and know they, what they I mean? frame it in plexiglass. Yeah, exactly. What, what's, a, what's a large format Banksy go for on auction now? I mean, it's like million. As, uh, he sold a piece for like over a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like the, that. multi. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you remember uh, there was an experiment he did? It was on a Netflix special where he actually made like six limited edition prints. They were uh, just on a 18 by 12 piece of paper. And oh, he, he, the shredding! And, and, but no, 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 that was different. Oh, so just okay. Inside. But he just put them at a, at a, a, yeah, a little it was sixty like, bucks, basically. Yeah, he sold them for some guy bought five of them for two hundred, yep. four of them for two hundred fifty. Yeah. Was that the thirty days? It was at a flea market. It, thing. it was thirty right days now. in New York. I have, I have yeah, it on my, and it was. Uh, so then it turns out that he, his collection was worth hey, like three quarter that, million. Is it something that Hugh can look up shenanigans? Yeah, let's see. He can actually yes. bring it up. Like the miniature Banksy surprise paintings or something like. So he basically made a stencil on an eighteen by twelve piece of paper this, this it, one right yeah there. yeah it's it's incredible it's just these so he's like little right spray there. uh hugh can yeah. we uh, what, over here it's gonna be hard to find it's that called one. spray art by banksy it's just like a little cart it, yeah inside uh central park man basically yeah, and he sells these things off and this little this little like <clears throat> latino guy bought four of them and he's like I, I just like the way they look i wanted to redecorate my house or something like that it was he, like he did it, it turns out it was he, almost a million dollar collection a, it was like a document uh a, a doc uh documentary but it was um he did 30 days in new york yep. and he was using this was the first time that a shooter artist he was doing an experiment with twitter um and he was basically saying okay i'm gonna go on these spots and i'm gonna leave art and what he was doing on his website was he was sort of leaving clues of where he was leaving mm. pieces and oh. he had all these groups of people because you know, they've been following street art. Well, they like obviously followed hunt. him. And <laughs> yeah, so like he, he even <laughs> paid guys? actors <laughs> to pretend to be like, you know, playing a part where he was in Central there Park. There it is. Can you and imagine? Original just, Banksy. Yeah. So like this, he had an old guy. So it looked like there was a real old guy there. So you didn't think it was Banksy, but it was, he was part of the art. It was yeah. an interactive type of thing. So basically and the guy bought this at a very four low price. Yes. And two, and $50 a piece. He bought four of money. for. Did, did he sell them once he realized? No, he, he, he sold had, 
He sold them recently because I think like um, he had some like medical issues or something like that. But that's why we found out that they're actually worth so much more. Yeah, because, it was like massive. This, this guy just had a random collection. I would of buy the sixty dollar one. But, it, but it was like he did other things. Like they had like this truck and they had all this like. Basie really like took it outside the box. Like, oh yeah, that's interpretive art, like interactional yes. art. Yes, I mean recently it's this like... guy's saving refugees, man. Like you know yeah. he sent an entire boat graffitied up in pink into like the Mediterranean Whoa. to pick up. Re I mean, so this is like, dude, he's like really doing. It's, it's eccentric, like... but like helpful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, and what was really cool too is as he did these um, clues he actually filmed the people going crazy i mean these people were he <laughs> so was, that's part of the art too. it was part of the art because what he was trying to say is like look at this human behavior wow I, I, this recently i'm just saying like talk about that? an artist that's making some shit happen man wow. it's like this is not about I mean, well, you, you know anymore, he's got the money know? to do that by yeah. the way yeah. i do have a banksy on my back that's sick <laughs> is, nice. it'd be cooler nice. if it was like a, like original if I well if you could actually have banksy like i mean i would love call. i would love where where is he how does that happen how do you know i he still did got that? room on this body so. <laughs> so the crazy thing is you know what banksy like has become so popular now that amongst like, you know, it's just like if there was, like, you know, Drake. He's, like, so popular now. Yeah. Yeah. People are just like, oh, fuck Drake, right? You, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like Banksy. Well, how does Banksy – here's my question, too, is, like, because his recipients make more money, how does Banksy make money? <clears throat> well, mm. you know, it's interesting. I mean, he does original artwork. Because he, 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 he does sell. public works. He, he does – so he does, like – private canvases too oh, and okay like so that he's too. doing private like commission yeah. work he well, just did a didn't he just do at fashion show mall he did an exhibit yeah yes, that, that one did. was incredible interesting story because he basically told this art owner he said don't sell it you know you can't and the person was like all right for sure i won't sell it you know what i mean and he and then this last words <laughs> yeah and he ended up <laughs> selling it and then so yeah. this guy had a guy in the auction there's a room. remote there was a remote that was set up inside the frame that was like, all right, you're gonna sell it. Fuck you, then I'm gonna fucking. And then it became worth more. <laughs> it became worth more, exactly, because it's like a one of a kind piece, right? It's yeah. history, right? But then I saw like fucking stupid people like cutting up their own art to look like that, thinking, oh. <laughs> thinking it. No, makes, you know, oh my like, god, no, no. You don't understand what's the going chaos. On, man. He Banksy <laughs> did that, like, yeah. Talk I mean, about a genius. It should have went all the way down, actually. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it should have yeah. went all the way down, but the system malfunctioned, so it, it actually, actually becomes cooler because yeah, it's like half destroyed, half exactly. Not. exactly. Exactly, I mean, there's yeah. there's some mixed messages with that. It's incredible. Just but the engineering, he's a good engineer. To... Exactly, you know. So he's just always coming up with like clever, creative stuff, man. And I, well, the reason I said about Drake earlier is just because there's so many other street artists we will, I will actually want to um, kind of shine some light to. And this is yeah, there's all the people that deserve it. You exactly. Know? And it, I'm not saying I'm still a huge Banksy yeah, fan, but he, but he's had his time to shine in that exactly. level. Exactly. Other exactly. people need to space. Exactly. You know yeah. and. Who's to know that, um, you know, we might not interview the next Banksy, right? You, you know, yeah, because like true. after after uh, Salvador Dali, there's Picasso and then there's, you know, there's yeah, all these other artists. Right? There's know? somebody's going to come <clears> up. So what was the deal with Adomo was telling me something about you guys having some sort of issue with like, Alec Monopoly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Okay. Well, Alec Monopoly, um, he's, he's you know, he's friends with uh, uh, all the guys in the same community, man. They came from the same place, actually. John Ennis is one of the guys that... Shout out to John. He did all the documentary stuff for when he was coming up in New York, right? So his brother, you know, these guys are making a, a killing right now in the art scene. You know, they say I don't, I don't know if like I don't know Alec Monopoly, but there's this <clears throat> part of me from the times I've been around him. I've almost like looked at him and felt like he's a poser, but I don't know because I don't know the game. Well, this is this is well. The thing is, like, I I don't really, you know, like I said, I don't really understand the art game either. I'm still trying to learn, but this is what his brother told me. Actually, he said that their turning point was. 
that there was a club called Create in Los Angeles. <clears throat> oh yeah, I think that was on Simon. That, that's yeah, yeah, that was Pesca yeah. And they 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 did the walls. <clears throat> you saw the Monopoly men on the walls of this but club. But they did Playhouse too. Yeah, right? so they were just doing walls, yeah, like a lot yeah. of artists, right? So their turning point <clears throat> was that at Create, in the middle of the nightclub, uh, Alec Monopoly would just come in with a top hat and the spray can and just start spraying at the bottle service tables these guys jackets you, you know what i mean he avery Anden is his brother right um and then he was just like saying like he would be talking to all these guys in the bottle service he's like dude these are the guys that would buy the fucking art obviously you know what i mean they're drunk <clears throat> they have yeah. expendable income right and yeah. i was like dude this guy's a genius actually so i mean they would start doing the denim jackets like right there does he, at, does at he the have club. to do any royalty type of stuff to monopoly for, <clears throat> you, for actually painting their characters no they don't actually well it's wow. it's, it's, it's like like it's it's part of the magic of it it's like you know the yeah. illegal factor well, he started it off as it's a interpretive as alec you know he was just an he was his name was just alec he was doing all sorts of graffiti art and the monopoly man like really really kind of like took off it was just one of is the this the guy that does the <clears throat> wallets too because um, there's a guy that does like Richie Rich on the Louis Vuitton wallets and shit. Like yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, similar, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Basically, all those none of those are like really original like images. They're all kind of nostalgic yeah, images, yeah, yeah. basically, right? But, but the, it the way they apply, his... they're hand painting <clears throat> it exactly. Yeah. So this is what you, I'm going back to your uh, yeah. question, True. So the moment that actually turned for them is because they made a shit ton of money from those bottle service guys. He bought a fucking Rolls Royce. It was ten years old, okay. But he said from that point on, once he had the Rolls Royce, even though it was the oldest fuck Rolls Royce, people started fucking with him. Yeah, you, you know dope. what I mean? It's like yeah. you're driving around a fucking Rolls Royce. Yeah, like nobody yeah. knows it's ten years old because yeah. nobody has one, right? It's like you with a Coupe de Ville. <clears throat> oh yeah, you gotta have them, man. You gotta, <laughs> so, the image. so I don't know whether that's posing or not, but basically he spent all the money they had to kind yeah. of pursue. Then it launched him. Well, it's because a lot of people paint his style. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, so I just said, you know, obviously he, he obviously was... he promoted himself better. So I didn't know if he just was one of these figures that because he was in the Hollywood circle. Yeah, he hangs out with a lot of like um, EDM DJs. Basically, I think they're in the same circles as like Alesso. Like he, they used to do a show with Avicii, Avicii X Alex, where he got on yeah. stage and just kind of did a bunch of spray paint. So yeah, he came to Excess <clears throat> Nightclub a, a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he do it in the club with the spray paint? Like without. I mean, like I said, they were just you know vip vip yeah. and then just like you know oh, they, just, they just did it yeah. everybody was looking at him like what the fuck but then this is the guy that just painted the mirror outside so okay. people thought it's like kind of okay. like a performance yeah i was thinking no so i was talking to this guy his brother avery Anden. basically these guys have a company called art life actually which a shout out to avery but like i said they, they wanted to name their podcast the same fucking podcast name as ours paint the down podcast basically. oh shit <laughs> now when she told me i'm like fuck no, like, I said I, be saw, with the guy I, with some cash. I saw teachers post, and he was like, "My lawyer." <laughs> Can you imagine Deville if somebody's like, "I'm gonna take your name, DJ Deville"? Oh man! And then and, and he's, then he's, he's powerful, and he's got money. Yeah, and then you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck do you do?" Yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, basically, luckily, I mean, he even offered me. He's like, "Dude, you know what? He's just trying to throw some money at me and like, uh, just say, dude, just let us use it, man.' You know what I mean? He's like, "I'll give you five grand, man. Just, just make it our umbrella company." Yeah, like. yeah. I was like, "Dude, it can't work, though, man. We literally are like in the same industry niche." You yeah. Know? I mean, like you can't find have, like, a new name. You can't have two cokes, like you know, what right. I mean? that, that sells soda, man. You have to have Coke and Pepsi, you know. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, at the end of the day, I mean, um, you know, we got on a phone call and he realized, like, oh shit, we actually come from the same place, man. Like all the OGs that Alex used to work with. It's like, dude, we all literally are the same crew, man. And after we, he started naming off names, he's like, oh, you know Eddie Gorilla One, yeah, 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 we know him, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know John Ennis, yeah, we know him. You know, we're like. 
he, he was like, oh, shit, okay. I, I think I got to change because it's like, yeah, hey, because, I mean, the thing is, though, like once you do have a new name, you can cross promote each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Because so, especially you're going to do a circuit, you have like a, a guest that comes in from out of town. You, hey, you make sure you do both our podcasts because you can talk about different things totally. and hit as many high notes as possible. Different exactly. People. And that's just good exposure for everybody. Exactly. It's a, uh, you know, I feel like in the podcast world, there's not a famine mentality. There's like more podcasts is always like Oh, yeah. Good more exposure because exactly. there's always a unique set of ears in each one of those podcasts. And people are always looking, you know, people are lonely as fuck these days, man. You know, they're yeah. hanging out by themselves, man. And inside during COVID, it's like, what better is like have a group of friends that you follow their story and you hang sure. out with them on your own time, man. That's what I love about podcasts, man. You know, yeah. And it's like if you're a type of artist, you can release whatever you want, man. And there's you're... so many niche subjects now. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about listening, tuning into the, like a radio you station. Can, yeah, you can have a podcast, learn about how to take pictures of your feet for okay, your... foot fetishes. <laughs> Just Actually, by fetish. the way, I'll be starting a podcast segment on my OnlyFans. Outstanding. So check it out. <laughs> well, you, your, your feet got to be on the table at all hey, times. Well, so speaking of uh, for out of, those guys. Speaking of out of town guests, now I'm holding the dick like Deville does. Speaking of out of town <laughs> guests, we got DJ Godfather. Oh man, yeah, yeah, Godfather. Let's, let's get uh, Detroit. Let's, let's get Godfather in yes, here. Yes, sir. He flew all the, the way musical out chairs. here. Musical chairs. Thank you, shenanigans. Thank you very yeah. much. Shout out to shenanigans. shenanigans. Thank you. And what was it? So it's paint the. Paint the town podcast.com. Yes, paint the town podcast.com. Paint the town podcast. PTTP. Oh, yeah, PTTP. Paint the town podcast.com. Outstanding. How you doing? Godfather. Godfather. Detroit is in the building. Hey, you had one job, Godfather, and that was to get D. That was to get Mikey here. What happened? Where's Mikey? You had one goddamn job. I think he's hungover. I keep hearing about Mikey. I don't know who this Mikey guy is. He sounds like a riot. He sounds like a fun, fun person to party with. Funny story about. I don't know. It might be a fetish that he's into now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, he went deep with her the other day. Yeah. He's been going deep with me, actually, the past couple of days. Well, you have that personality where, you know, someone I, I don't know what get, it is. People get I comfortable. Told you, no, I told did. you. I don't know what it is. People just, they feel like confessing their dark, I, weird fantasy some, life. Some people have that, me. though. Some people have that personality. Yeah, and like, But, you, you know, you're kind of like a dude, too. Like, I am. Like, you know, you're not like... Well, you know, you know something. You get us. You get us. So a lot of shit a dude could say to you is not taboo well, to you. Well, that's why like they. That's why they women. tell me because they yeah. go, man. You know, I know you're not gonna judge me. And it's like, I'm not. Well, so I am. I am just in my head. I mean, you know. <laughs> I am. I just won't say it. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. Yeah, you do bring bring that out of people. Yeah, you know, just I'm, like our other friend. I'm still terrorized over. I had this other friend. We were, said, were you throwing <laughs> Ziploc panties well, at people? Like I hey. had this. Hey, no, I mean, actually, actually, wait, tell him yeah. the story. Of I, I actually had this friend. You can feel comfortable with me. Here's the Ziploc panties. Yeah, this this friend was a was a huge weed. <laughs> Look grower. at my this. This was I'm, like I've known this a dude. Curveball. Yeah, I've known this sure. dude for probably like ten years. So wait, what's so, okay? Set this up again. What, what's going on? So I had this friend of mine who I knew. <laughs> for about 10 years and he was actually growing weed for us okay in a, in a house that i was renting for him and uh you know he was just like a real manly type of man you know that kind of hardcore core like hip-hop type of dude or whatever you know and so one day we went over there and i brought domo and one of her friends and uh we smoked and i'm you know i'm not a i'm not a weed smoker but whatever it was that we smoked, I fucking froze. And I got like, I, I like couldn't fucking. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, Paralyzed? Yeah, I couldn't move. So I was stuck in this spot. And then every time I would look at my friend, I had this vision. I just wanted to grab him by his face. 
squids. And I don't even know why I'm liking them. I was calling it squidding them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I kept telling her, I'm like, I just want, I'm, I just want to fucking grab him by his face. And she's like, why? And she's like, do it. And I was like, I, I want to, but I was like, I can't reach. And meanwhile, this guy's talking about, he, so we had a trimmer that, you know, that worked for us cutting the weed. And so he, meanwhile, he's like bagging on him. He's like, yo, this, this, uh, you know, the trimmer guy, he, he does some weird shit on the internet. He like sucks his own he, dick. He's a gimp. He's a gimp. And like, and, he, and I don't, I what, didn't even. What's a gimp? Yeah. A, a yeah. gimp is a guy who it gets really dressed up in like latex, like a full on latex <laughs> outfit. It's like one of those donut hole masks. Yeah, okay. and um. So so he was yeah so he was telling he just like it's he was wait, he, he I'm was, trying to learn what a gimp I, is. And yeah, interrupting. Well, because I was learning at the moment <laughs> at, at what the what the what, what, he, he, he's, and he's, he, yeah. he likes to be dominated by right. a, a female. He keeps interrupting because he he knows the conversation is going to yeah, lead to him. This is what you guys do at home. This is what you guys do at home. And oh no, definitely not me. No, no. He's trying. He's trying to exhibit a. Oh, machine from eight millimeter. Well, he was dude. That's a gimp. He was. Uh, he kept talking. You knew exactly what movie that was. Yeah, I, watched, oh, I just watched that Jesus movie. That's Christ. why. And then, I like, what I, is that? And then someone got mad at me because um, when Machine took his mask off, he literally looks like another yeah. guy I know, like spinning image. I go, bro, you look like Machine. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, from that movie. And then when he looked, Yo, when he saw the movie, he like got mad at me. Fuck. So it, it's like a full mask. I mean, it could be a full suit, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there isn't a well, this, zip, but hey, this, so this guy kept talking. You know, this guy he kept trying, he, that he was one of those guys. He, no, he was saying his this trimmer guy was. And okay. I'm like, and I'm like, this dude's cool as fuck. I, like, I knew the trimmer guy. I'm like, I don't think he is or whatever. And so out of the blue, I glance over at Domo, and she goes, "Your friend's the gimp." <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm and then she goes, and if you don't, Whoa. and she's like, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna squid him. And I'm like, you're going to do it? And I was like so excited because I couldn't. She was like, you just. Because you're just so high. I couldn't even lift my arm up to reach. Oh, my God. Out of the blue, within a second, she's like, hey, can you come here a minute? And as he (laughs) leaned forward, she fucking got him right by the face. And he was like, why did you do that? But. He was like so fucking disgruntled. So from that moment on, whatever, he had this, you know, he felt comfortable. And then he text he he actually had my snapchat and so he was snapping me and he kept saying he goes you know you knew i was a gimp and i was like yeah you're a fucking gimp like i knew it from the minute you started talking about it this is my friend and he was like like, he's like you're gonna tell true and i was like no i'm not i'm like but i hear knows and then he was like he's like you know what else i'd like to do and he's like he's like i'll show you he's like but you can't tell true. And then he sends me a picture of him wearing panties. This, and I'm like, whoa. This, this was pretty disturbing to me. And, I, and only for the fact that I'm like, this dude. <laughs> How so, did you meet this guy? At, at, a, <laughs> at a weed. He, he, he actually won a cannabis cup. And I was like, yo, I was like, can you, if I move. So he's, to, a, he's a cultivator of the marijuana. Of the marijuana. Plants. But I'm like, you go in his house wow. and he's listening to gangster rap and he works out he all the time. He works out. He's like a fitness guy and tries to be Speaking all buff. Weed, I gotta see what this jet fuel shit is. I've been staring yeah. at this. Take a sniff. But what did, remember, so what, what really got me so was. when he sent woo! that, I basically like, I just like, I was like, oh my God. Like, so I didn't even messaging back. And then I saw him, we saw him again. And it was like really awkward. And then he like Snapchat me again. He was like, "You told true, huh?" And I was like, "I didn't tell true nothing, even though I did." And then he was like, "He's like, oh my god." He's like, he was like getting off on the fact that like 
I was going to like expose him. And, I, he was, and I really wish you would. And wouldn't he have. was like, he was like, you, you did. He's like, you're going to tell him. And then, yeah, he started. And then I had to eventually block him because he. I eventually man. block a lot of these guys because then it's like I let them like get, get it out. She and had then to they block just him. I had to fire him. It's like honesty fetish. I had to fire him because, <laughs> yeah. dude, she sent me a video. So she shows me this video. Oh, and he's yeah. In a, he's in a bathtub. Oh, yeah. That, that's in why. Mouth. Yes. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, this is a guy. No. This, is my, this, is my, this is my homeboy that I've been hanging out with for 10 years. And I'm just fucking utterly just. This is the fucking shit that I got to go through. So it? I think Mikey's going down that, that yeah. rabbit hole. <laughs> my, Mikey's. I didn't realize that's where this Yo. was going. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, uh, Godfather, welcome to, to the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about goops peeing. And... Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's good to be out. Hey, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's quarantine, man. How's yeah. Detroit going? Take, take yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how is it in the D? Detroit's weird right now with everything, you know. Um, everything is just locked down. Greek I mean, town's yeah. closed. So, I mean, you got a, so you got a couple nightclubs. And a few yeah, nightclubs. we have a couple nightclubs. It's like, so you've been dealing with it. So you've been kind of open and closed. It was just... It was just weird because Detroit is, you know, a democratic city. So the the views and beliefs of, you know, the democratic leaders of Detroit are going to be different in the suburbs. Right. So then when, when, you know, all this COVID stuff went down, I mean, the rules were so strict to the point where it's like, it's our job to, to deal in craziness and fun. And if we're not doing that, for a while, people were still getting tables, but, you, you know, you had to tell them six people per table. Um, they have to stay in their booth. I mean, it's not fun when you go to a yeah, club. Yeah, it's like, what's the, the point? Of, that's what, what we're doing. Like, what's, what's the point, huh? What if you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you got to put on a mask and go to the bathroom. Oh, you you got to get a hall and, pass and go but outside. The frustrating part is like, you know, the health department is up everyone's ass every single week. But yet, so, it, it, so Detroit got such a rep. People from the suburbs were just staying in the suburbs because yeah. those bars weren't getting messed with. Right, right. It you makes know, sense because because they're Republican cities, and well, I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm not the, a big, big police political officers, person, but that's yeah, just what it is. It is. It is what it is. And, and, and but the police enforcement is also reflecting that. It's not the police. It's the health department. Health department. So, so okay. the health department, if they make a beef out of something, the police has to back them. Make a yeah, yeah. sure. But then. Um, so, but it's not directly the police. It's more so, like you said, the health department and the people that control liquor licenses, health codes, yeah. and, all and those things. In the suburbs, um, there's a guy named Dino Cicerelli. He used to play for the Detroit Red Wings. He owns oh, a yeah. sports bar. Yeah. And, you know, they invited me out. It was on a Saturday. He's like, yeah, we're just going to have a few people. Why don't you stop by? And I'm like, it's invite only. Park in the back. I'm like, okay. I get there, and there's like 200 cars, and there's 300 people in this place, right? Oh, and shit. I'm like, and the second I walk in, Dino like is introducing me shit? to no no it's just a sports oh, bar okay okay but they put black drapes in the whole front of it so when you drive by because it's it's kind of <laughs> yeah. in this it's in like the shopping strip wow. you know that makes sense. and so when you drive by it looks it like looks it's closed but closed. then there's all these cars parked in the back but the crazy thing is right when I walked in this is while I'm closed now because because Detroit has been so strict I walk in and I meet two judges from that were that worked in that county <laughs> and the chief of police for that city. Ain't and that some shit. we meet and then we're all chit-chatting and they're buying me shots oh while i'm not even open and, and it's like you know so it's frustrating weird. you know what's you know? weird about yeah. it so when i was there it was opposite like they the, the police in the suburbs were like super hard whereas they they thought of the detroit police as being more laid back 
I mean, what do you do? You, it's so not, it's kinda... but but for for um, at least in the state of Michigan, for COVID enforcement, it's not the police. It's oh it's yeah, health, it's the department, health department, and that supersedes. Now, do you think they're they're? I know, being from a city like Detroit, do you think that they're trying to get money from people? Do you think? No, that day's gone. That that old <laughs> the mafia, know, the mafia oh, style. Yeah, because yeah. well, the Coleman Young shit, and I, I mean, you know, uh, you know, and uh, um, what's the name? Kwame and, and, and Kwame and uh, hey, did they did he get pardoned? No, he was, oh. he was supposed to and. Well, because my, oh. my parents live in Michigan, and they were talking about, like, just with Whitmer in general. I get, I stay up on the Whitmer news through them, but it's, you know, it's same That's thing the with governor? her husband. Yeah, the, the gov governor, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and her husband was, like, running around all these lake towns saying, like, well, my wife's the governor. You can't give me a pass for my boat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, this, you know, this, like, little power trip shit. And yeah. it, it's, it's turning into, like, oh, you're allowed to do certain things but not other things. And it, I guess Michigan's kind of always been held as kind of like the gold standard for strictness along with New York and California. And what, what made it, what, what made it frustrating is that when this COVID thing hit, we, me and my partner had a conversation and we actually closed our venues. Now my, you know, our venues do 800 people and like we closed our venues, um, two weeks before it was mandatory. So, so you did it voluntarily. We're trying to be responsible because at yeah. that time, it, you know, it was going no up. one knew what it was. There wasn't a lot of information. Is this the first shutdown? Yeah, we, we all yeah, we all shut down in March. 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 Okay. We so, always say, do you remember when they said it was going to only be two for, yeah. for two weeks? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why they do that. But yeah. I, th so we closed consciously because we wanted to. And, and then, but the frustrating part is like it wasn't state regulated. Yeah. And so. I was completely fine with closing if everyone else was closed. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get past this. I'll bury myself in the studio. Yeah. I got other shit to do. I'm fine. But the frustrating part is when you you can't go here, but you can go here because that's not getting – that makes no sense. Right. That's and, Dino and, Cicerelli. That's that star power. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just uh, you know, when you get in the suburbs, it's, it's just different, you know. And, and yeah. the views what, are different. Who are your friends what, with? What town was is his bar in? Shelby. Like, Shelby Township. So, that's how, shout out um, to Eminem. Well, are these different counties but, too? Yeah. Because so, like you got yeah, yeah Detroit what, is Wayne County, Wayne this County, Macomb County, right in the suburbs. Because like, what, is, what is like Novi? There's like I've been that's, to Detroit, uh, Oakland a dozen. County. So yeah, there's like a ton of counties surrounding. Whatever happened that. to that yeah. bar, Godfather? You had a bar out there, an '80s bar, and no. Yeah, we um we did a, a venue called Staying Alive, which we partnered with Lucky Strike. And, yeah, and, did you okay. and have, some, have a few issues with the Lucky Strike? Yeah, like the problem is they're so big, they don't. They don't know their own problems. I saw that guy on Undercover Boss, by the way. <laughs> the, <laughs> lucky, the Lucky Strike guy. Well, which one? There's two of them. I don't know. I don't know. Either yeah. way, though, it was... Uh, yeah, so we did this. We wanted to create, like, a nightclub experience, but do something for an older crowd. So yeah. we did all, like, 70s, 80s, 90s music. And, like, and they spend money. And I named it Staying Alive, because when you hear that name, yeah, you just kind of yeah. know what it is. You already know the deal. It's like yeah. cheesy, you know? But, I mean, it's kind of one of the places where, like, you can go with, like, your mom and dad and aunt and whatever and then everyone's still comfortable yeah. no matter what age it is you know yeah. so we and and plus it was kind of in a part of town where bottle service wasn't cool so yeah. so we wanted to create something where you didn't have to spend, right, right you know it's like buying drinks at the bar like you used to in the 70s yeah. and 80s yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah and no, no, it did, it did really it's good a, it's but, a culture thing like, the problem is is like dealing um and my goal is to, w when we did it i wanted to do it in the different cities lucky strike was i was trying to come up with something so we form a partnership and like oh sure when we did it we did it to to be like a chain like a cheesy kind of oh, chain yeah, yeah. place you know not a cool club but like a, a like a cheesy kind of place sure. that's a you chain can fit and, into malls and, everything and else. yeah and they um 
and that was a deal but then like the second we opened is like trying to get a hold of anyone for anything was impossible and especially in detroit area like like the nightclub scene can thrive but you got to know how to improvise and make quick decisions it's week by week and our, our our deal was like any big decisions we had to do we had to consult them first because it's kind of like a partnership yeah, yeah and trying to get a hold of someone when i need to know some certain things now or you know it, it's it's impossible and it, when you're trying to and, and their offices were in la and you know trying to get a hold of someone you know on a friday night especially the owner of, of everything. Oh, like, sure. Yeah, they, it's they, impossible to get They, they owned at one time like 90 venues. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, I kind of feel Rolling like... Rolling alleys, that, clubs, yeah, restaurants. Yeah, I kind of feel like Lucky Stripe had a, had a really big bang and they kind of just phased out. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're not... They were I really mean, popular in Hollywood. I mean, you know what? I, I was about to say I'm not going to bash them, but, you know, fuck them because of the way they handled with us. But they just they, they don't pay fuck attention you, to details. Like the, the, the actual Lucky Strike in Novi actually uh, closed because it was doing oh, so, horrible. Yeah. But and they kept blaming everything, but they didn't want they didn't accept the fact that a Dave and Buster's opened up like 10 minutes away right, and it's right. kicking their ass and it's like yeah they're promoting they're doing events they're doing cool things like you never see any marketing from yeah right. where lucky was strike. they had yeah. lucky strike here in vegas and that that closed down too where was that yeah. at? i don't know i want to say it was the one Rio. of the casinos yeah it was, right? in, the, it was in the casino yeah no. well okay so godfather what do you think after post-covid like from a dj and a business owner's perspective do you what do you see thriving next because obviously here in like las vegas the edm bubble popped even before covid so that whole formula is you know, that festival yeah. formula is gone. Like, what do you think is going to do? I'm excited well? for that because like it it's like right now is is going to weed a lot of these gimmicky people out. Yeah, real mm -hmm. DJs because, are going to be back. Yeah, real entertainment, yeah. not just DJs entertainment. Or, or you know the new gimmicks are going to come out. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Like TikTok DJs. Yeah, and shit. Um, it's just <laughs> yeah for sure it's exactly what it is and 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 it's uh. Yeah, it, 20 second songs yeah, let's go it, you know it's, it's hilarious because like so, so, what some of these guys should be doing is like working in the studio doing a lot of things yeah. you know taking advantage of the time they have for... i said that would can, 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 can tiesto please change his fucking set oh he never he, he's one of the, of he that. gets a pass tiesto gets a pass he's, he's like the kleenex yeah. of edm I mean, the he, kleenex. Every, he, everybody my mom knows who tiesto is but i mean but yeah. i mean as far as like like venues i i, I guess more specifically yeah. venues what i from what i'm seeing is like i feel like tequila bars are really taking off like that that whole tequila mm -hmm. low-key like you're underground. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of people I like, love tequila bars. A like, lot of the nightclubs that, and um it's different in Detroit because it's not a vacation city. Yeah. Like, like out here in Vegas, you know, or Miami. Oh, sure, sure. So we do tables and everything, but you know, it's not you don't need five, six do you, grand. Do you see like concepts taking off a little bit yeah, more? Yeah, yeah. Well, y your thing is on, on tequila bars and things, you know, they're putting D good DJs, yeah, good totally. local open format DJs, you know, in these places. And you know you don't have to go spend a grand. You could spend you know. But you still can if you want to. Yeah, but that's you, the you know, important it, difference. It, but, but they're set up so you know you can go, still experience that club atmosphere, but oh, sure, but, yeah. but not spend like crazy money. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I you know I go out. I don't want to. I don't yeah, know. I'm just, not in the mood to I don't know how totally. I, don't, I don't even want that yeah. experience sometimes. I just want to chill and get a drink yeah. in a normal I bar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how Detroit is now, but when I was out there, I would tell everybody we didn't really do bottle service at Panacea. But I always said the drug dealers and the people with money, they bought the $100 bottles of Moet. It, Those were the ballers. It, it was also... Yeah. Uh, There's always somebody that wants but, but to. When you were doing that, it was also a different time. Oh, yeah. Where bottle yeah, service was, wasn't as big. It wasn't even e that Even big. as big as out here. Yeah. Bottle service is a relatively new concept. I mean, yeah. that was like no, a early, early 2000s a lot, thing. A lot of states 
bottle service is actually illegal. Yes. You're not, allowed, you you're not allowed to bring the bottle to the table. Yeah. Yes. It's actually, actually illegal. Arizona, and, 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 or no, in Arizona, you as a buyer, a customer, a buyer, you can't open the bottle. You have to yeah. have the server pour it for yeah. you. Pour it for you. You know, it's ironic because like in Dubai, you've been in Dubai. Mm -hmm. You can only buy bottles. You can't buy drinks. That you see, oh, yeah, everybody right. buys Magnums or Goose. Yeah, I was just in Miami last week, and and it's really weird out there too. Um, South Beach is open, but everything closes at midnight. In downtown Miami, everything's open all night. So well, is downtown the, the a different club, county. The, the clubs in South Beach. I saw you, Eleven you, is open. Yeah, right? that's open, but you could. It's only, and it, this made no sense either. At least in Michigan, it made a little bit of sense because, like, the rule we were given was six people per per booth. Um, in at the clubs in Detroit. Yeah, in in uh, at eleven, I, I was there, and um, you it was only table service, but they would put thirty people on the same table. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and, and but you couldn't go to the bar and you get can't a drink. Go down to South Beach so, so so it was only yeah. it was only it, it was only table service to get a drink, and, and, and so you had to get a bottle. Yeah, but the, the the crazy thing is, I'm like, wait, this makes no sense. Like, so you're gonna close that bar, but yet. Put thirty people together. I counted thirty people <laughs> on one table. Pack them in, and, and, and they were standing around the table. They all get and everything. COVID together. Yeah, yeah. Like pack them in. It's like, like who thought of this? And like, so, and I, I thought Michigan was crazy, yeah, but you know, it's, it's just crazy. By any right means now. necessary. There's, there's no, See, you know, China, they did their whole little, like, welding people into their homes. Oh, it's yeah. like, America, you know we're half-assers. We're going to be half-assed well, about I mean, being that, all... See, the, this is like the delicate balance. Okay, so you can have communism up. and be told what to do versus freedom and you know, hope you do the right thing. I, I kind of... Because I've lived in both countries. I get both concepts. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard. It's in, in, in a state of emergency. Look at them now. They're, they got 5,000-person clubs wide open. No mass. Well, they're back to crazy. normal over there in China. Yeah, they're back to normal in Wuhan, especially. Are people getting sick there? And no. no, I mean in Hong Kong, they had a little second wave that apparently they're going through. But a part of me feels like that's politically motivated because they're in the process of being assimilated by China. That's a gigantic political issue right now. So I feel like that's a good way to keep everybody under so control. Nothing's happening in Wuhan anymore. No, they had a they had a pool festival with like twenty thousand people, like wide open, like normal in Wuhan, where it all started back in July. That was back in July. And my buddy DJs in uh, Suzhou, which is outside Shanghai, and the club he plays at is literally 5,000 people deep. Like, it's a festival indoors. Mm -hmm. And just banging out. Just wow. banging out. Nobody's yeah. wearing it. It looks normal. Like, it was in 2019. I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. And it's, But you know what they do over there is they, they actually UV bathe every single bus, every single train, everything, every day. So UV is the f best way to kill COVID. Yeah. And that's crazy. We've never really adopted that technology here at, you, at all. Do you think the tanning business is pieces gone of up? shit? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we, I just feel like because they have all the technology over there, yeah. so they can get it for cheap. Everything's cheap. I mean, literally, if we we could have a UV tunnel that everybody drives their car through every day, you just it's like eight minutes. It's an eight minute bath. Like it'd be like a car wash. Bring your car UV to the UV wash. Yeah, UV wash. Mm -hmm. It'll kill COVID. That's fucking genius. Mm. I haven't seen that anywhere. Yeah, the Godfather was about to grab his phone. Entrepreneur, UV, UV, bad. Let's go. Somebody should do it. I mean, hey, I'll drive it through. I'll do it. I believe in it. I mean, they you have to at a like food code. You know, always have those little UV lantern things in a kitchen. You need to do something where you can walk through. You know, yeah, with your clothes and everything. Totally. Yeah. I mean, but you have to be in there for. Get out. You let your car go through, and you get out, and then you got to walk through one too, like a metal detector or something. Shit works, man. Look at them now. They're good. They're chilling.
Yeah, how did I, I, I always tell Bad Boy Bill he's the tannest person in Chicago. <laughs> he like, is, man, isn't he? I'm like, man, you keep a great tan. Yeah. yeah. You know he don't got COVID. So, uh, <laughs> Godfather, you have some new music? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and what happened? Did it take this virus to get you to finally get back in there and get it done or what? You're a busy boy. No, you know what it is. The last few years, I've, I've released a lot of records, but I haven't went as hard on the promo side of things. And me and Keith Tucker from Augs 88, you know, we were having a, a talk and like Keith said the best thing that resonated with me, you know, cause like people like me, I've been, you know, I've been doing this music forever. And if anyone likes this kind of music, they're going to know my name or label, you know, and just being one of the pioneers of it. But then I, I, he said the best thing that I'll never forget. He's like, people just don't know anymore. You can't expect everyone to know what you're doing. Even if, if, yeah. if it's your biggest fan. Like I, lo I love Deville's edits. I don't even know everything he's doing anymore. I like, like I, I don't. There's so it, much content to consume. It, it, it's, like it's, it's yeah. people just don't know. So when he said that, I'm just like, you know what? I've, I, I, I'm releasing all these EPs and they're doing good, and it's like, but nothing really like made some noise. But then everyone's hearing like the tracks, and they're like, oh, when did this come out? And I'm like, it's, it's been out a year already. And so, so. That made me think, I was like, okay, I got to do something that's going to put it on everyone's radar. And, and, and before COVID, I, I, had about, um, I had about 80 songs just done, mixed, mastered, everything. And I did another 20 or 30 of them. And I put together this album that was, you know, I picked out 44 tracks. I actually had to stop picking out tracks because it was just under two hours long. Yeah, now people were kind of shocked about the 44, 44 tracks. That's but guess Freaking what? Crazy. Is there anyone else you know that did that? No. Nobody. And what's that, what's that, the biggest that, dynamic? That, you that, said that, you mixed them. But that's them. why I did that. And then when, when when we when we got it to the press, you know, it got it got reviews and and everything. And we and um and we got press in twenty seven countries, and every review was just great, phenomenal. I mean, from DJ Mag, uh, DJ Times, Resident Advisor, all all the biggest magazines it's in, and and doing nothing but raving about it because no one was dropping a bomb like that yeah and, and, that's and, a lot of content man. and you know i actually worked out to it this morning and it was just dope because you know when you're listening to an album and then it cuts off and maybe you're like still doing something you're like well, the song, I song the song yeah yeah and it wasn't it wasn't like a mix i mean because it, it was all different sounds that, that was so yeah i mean it's, but each song it's, flowed it's on continuous beat. it's yeah. continuous mm -hmm. and but the thing is though it flows on beat but the the bpms fluctuate it goes so from it bends. yeah it goes up and down from That's 150 tight, yeah. down to 125 back up and down and, and 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 so i wanted to you know put these songs together where every song you know definitely didn't sound the same yeah you know and, and then so that was important to me i wanted to make sure every song had its own identity sure. but then also still had the same vibe like the same guy made it yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and a lot of these well, it's lot like of these ACDC, albums, you can you know who it is when it yeah, comes so, on. Yeah. So so it's mostly ghetto tech and electro, yeah. but then there's some tech house tracks in there that that's ghetto really taken tech. off. And, What's your favorite one? If you got to pick one, know. you got to pick one. I can't, man. It's, oh man, there's no there's you don't have that one shiny. Probably star. the first track. Allow me to reintroduce myself because yeah. it's like this Detroit electro beat, but I actually lay cuts over it. Dope. See, that's like, you. That's all. Like, like I don't hear songs with scratches in them yeah, anymore. Yeah, nobody does it. It was like and everyone, 90s everyone's, thing. Everyone's too pussy to well, do well, it. Nobody and, can. Or they can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, most people yeah. can't. And, and, and so, 
you know, and I, I grew up on like Mr. Mix from Two Live Crew, like all the mega mixes. And I love all that yeah, shit yeah, with yeah. the scratches and shit and DJ Magic Mike and like. Remember all, Gary Chandler? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Bad Boy. I, I mean, I grew but, up on Bad Boy Bill. Bad Boy Bill, too, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and but I grew up on those records that were, you know, fast paced and that had cuts on them. I love them. I'm like, no one's doing that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I, I, I And. I actually have my next album is like I'm, I have like five six songs with that. So I had so much do, fun doing, doing that. It. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of realize something about yourself by doing this. I made the turntable an instrument again, yeah. and like I, I, like I said, I haven't. I don't remember the last time I've heard any tracks like that anymore. It so it needs more of it. And it's all about drops. Now. Oh, yeah. So That's what I like is like the track was not like, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The track Martin, like Martin electro, Garrix can take a seat. Exactly. Like <laughs> Detroit style. It has scratches over it. It's like you know. So it kind of like and just kind of put it back out there. Detroit style is so like it's just so creative and different like i'm from west coast but when yeah. i came out to detroit i was like I fucking love this shit well techno's born in detroit and yes that, and, and, and and like literally born yeah. you know and most of this edm you hear now all of that came from techno music yeah. you know and, and house music from mm -hmm. chicago and so, so Detroit and Chicago are literally the pioneers of anything that you hear now oh, with, yeah. with any electronic music. Didn't I hear there was a somebody always told me in Detroit they made a terminal and they played techno as you came off the plane and there was like laser. That was like a little gimmick, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. It, And then I never got I never got to see it, but they yeah. were like, man, you walk like melodic -y techno. Do they shit, have balloons you know? in the airport? <laughs> <laughs> shit, they would have be been there. I know. If you get off the plane, it, yeah. fuck that jet yeah. lag. Let's go. So oh, yeah, you know, and this this album, it just it took it got a lot of attention immediately. So I yeah. kind of I thought different, and then I, I wanted to make the album so it's continuous because I didn't want any DJs playing the songs. Right, tell, yet. tell them the name of the album. What's the name of the album? Electro Beats for Freaks. All right, you got to find. Where can we find yeah. that? Everywhere. 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 Apple, Apple, Google Spotify, that shit. Spotify, yeah. Apple. <laughs> Everywhere. Hey, Apple I know, Music. But I know at tomorrow, tomorrow's live stream for all these Vegas yes. locals, they're going to be... Oh, yeah. We got shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. We got Godfather. We, we have another one. Oh, you guys. got you, right? Oh, that, yeah. I might show this up with some tequila. Deville. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to like we got Mark, yell on the microphone or Mark some shit. Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. All right. He's a resident from Oh, yeah. Group. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, great, man. It's going to be fun. I, I can't wait to see the look on people's faces, though, when they hear Godfather, because these Vegas yeah. people... Oh, I saw, the pre I saw your snippet on Instagram, know. man. It was wild. You were juggling that crazy, like, those laser sound movement. effects. Movement. I moved the uh, movement all, live Because you had those lasers above your head. It was on, Oh, movement festival. Yes. So, yes. No, that's cool. They're really doing something really cool. You know, movement festival is, like, the, the most real festival there is you know because in detroit they're not booking these commercial cheesy you know acts yeah, they do their homework and they, they do real techno hand, hand real electro real they guy were, i mean real we music went, we went last no what what was crazy was last year yeah, yeah right last year what was crazy was these guys paxo how so when i was out there with my club these guys were all just super young cats and they they yeah. they would come in rent my club out for for richie houghton and they would like spend fifteen thousand decorating the club, so it didn't even look like the club anymore. Oh, really? But this was like the beginning. We literally these... had Richie at Annex, same thing. Yeah, these yeah. guys just blew the fuck up. This little yeah. Paxahow group. I oh. loved well, it. And, it, and it was actually... it was Detroit Electronic Music Festival. The, yeah, the, the D E M F. Yep. And it's it's crazy because that was something from the the late '90s that people still call it D E M F, and it was really only around for a couple of years. And, and they then that's crazy because I still want to I still want to call it. They have art there too. Yeah, they have art. A little yeah. bit. I don't really. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I fall. There was there was a little bit of. Like, it was enough for Domo artists. to notice. Yeah, I, I knew. <laughs> I knew. I was following go. along. But you know, right now, what, what's cool about them is that like they have this warehouse, and um, 
they actually set up a, a, a stage that looks like the main stage at movement festival oh, that's tight and it's it but they do podcasts where i mean i'm talking like it's a whole set of the whole rig even when yeah. when you're djing it's crazy because it feels like, like you're you know, in a festival it feels like you're on stage at yeah. a festival and like i mean it's really yeah. cool so so they're you know they're really keeping busy and so they do movement selects every like couple times a month and so that, yeah that's what that so was see, I, just I, I like just the fact that they call it and you know selects it's something different mm. than what everybody else. Oh is yeah, because you got the circuit tours. Everybody's like the same. Well, was, it was funny. But then you got the real selections. Because we all know that I'm a baller, and I had to hit up Godfather, and I'm like, "Yo, what's this laser called?" And oh, <laughs> yeah. he sends me. The I need laser. that laser he dog. Sends me yeah, the yeah, laser, yeah. and it's eleven thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm gonna have to wait. <laughs> I'm not that much of a baller. Was it? I don't know. Eleven thousand dollars. Yep. And I was like, I was, I started laughing. They had a truckload of them. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, did he, did he happen to check that price before? he sent it i'm like no you asked me what it was so yeah. i asked the guy he just yeah. sent that and i sent it to you i didn't Dude, even look it at it 11 000, 11 <laughs> and he had two of them and he had two of them on screen no 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 he has a truckload truck truck of them yeah it's crazy no, that's what oh, i said I go, I go this guy must do big festivals because i'm like this is some serious yeah that's a lot of money man uh, yeah yeah that's packs of house all their stuff and i mean it's cool because the day before we actually did um a live listening party for the album too and, and it, I mean, it was literally like four or 5,000 people at one time was live watching, you know? Oh, yeah. And so for an hour and a half straight, we literally played a minute of each song and talked about each song. That's and and uh, that's another thing, like, like with this project is like most of these, a lot of DJs that have records out, you know, they, they can't do that because they're going to go do, play one song and the song's and I'm, done. I'm done. So <laughs> we, we were able to, with this big project, to create yeah. big shows out of it. Big, big, you but know. you also have people who record vocals on it. Yeah. Too. All, yeah, right. yeah. All original. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Shout Everything. out to Marlon. Marlon. Good money, yeah. Good money. Good money. Uh, uh, actually, little, the, little Miss 313. Good uh, money actually just sent me. He did a new video and track. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I, just... I produced a. He's doing hip hop stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. so um, I produced a track with him, and he did it with uh, Sloan Bone from uh, Mo yeah. Thugs family. Bone what was Thugs it? That Harmony Chains crew. or something? Was it called Chains or Blueface Hunters? Blueface Hunters. Oh, yeah, Blueface Hunter. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so he's... so I did that beat because I mean, I, hip hop is so easy to produce now. I mean, it just you is. just need a splice it, sample it, and some 808s. It's a fucking joke. It, it is. I'm, I'm there. I said it, and I and I'm I'm a hip hop head. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I, like, yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, the new yeah. Jeezy album came out. I'm like, okay, great. And I love Jeezy shit. Don't get me wrong. But I, before even hearing the album, I could literally tell you the sound packs they used to produce the tracks Ooh. before I even heard the album. Ouch. That, and but that's how predictable all, all, all these fucking uh well i started here out here in vegas gone. every time i went in a nightclub calvin harris you know the, the same suspects i could tell you what song they were playing after each one yeah it's, it's all scripted you know what's crazy is like calvin harris 2008 was when i first started raving and then when he's playing the wet republic it's the same fucking playlist from back then <laughs> like it's literally his paycheck just kept going up yeah though. and yeah. it's like what the fuck? You know, well, well, that, change I, it up. I, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you why though. And it's whack as fuck. But you, you know what? You got to remember, and, and it's whack. But he's in a position to where you got to remember. Every weekend in Vegas, it's a crop of all new vacationers, so it doesn't I get matter. It. Well, I get same it. thing with like, well, yeah. To be and, fair, and, so, and then they have to play those commercial hits to produce that kind would, of. Would, would you be? Would you get be the numbers of, at that kind of event? Let's think know? about Elvis. Like Elvis, same the same set basically every night. When he was that's a superstar, why he died on the toilet. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but he also that's wrote, probably why he, he died wrote, on the toilet. <laughs> he also wrote his shit. He also, 
you know, yeah. Really, yeah. Really, really well, Calvin Harris wrote most of his own stuff. I mean, no, Cal- I, really, I, I think really? he's one of the few that did. Calvin Cal- Harris's right. early stuff was Cal- really good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen him some videos. He produces it. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, he, he's he's well, he's, same thing with like the, the, the Swedish House Mafia group. He, like, Cal- there's like 18 actually, guys in that group, but they're like, there's Cal- only three. But Calvin Harris actually recorded his own vocals. Yeah, he's a he can sing. I mean, he's an artist. I mean, I think he's one of the guys. But like. But as far as like what you're talking about, like like uh, Omnia, they're like, oh god, Kelvin Harris again, you know, it's it, all Zed. these like. Well, all, that's why I. But was... they have to, like you said, because Remember like just was... like Elvis had to sing every single song he ever wrote for that Hawaiian. Remember that yeah. big Hawaii tour he did? Oh, and he was wearing the lays. Yeah. It was like a famous so that's show. What, that's why I'm. He had mad. to sing all his greatest hits. You know how many times he's probably sang those songs? This was like 1976. So he's, his career was already 20 years old. He's probably yeah, tired as I fuck mean, of it. Hey, that's why I'm mad about Vegas, by the way, because Vegas kills artists. You know, you know, in De- <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. In, in Detroit, not just somebody artists. like Tiesto will come once, so you ain't missing that fucking date. When yeah, pack it in now. Five thousand it, is ticket. It's like after you see him every fucking week, it's like I miss Tiesto, but he's next week, and then he's the week after that. And now it's like I'm like fuck all these DJs, and I'm like yeah. these are people in Detroit that you just couldn't wait for that one day that they're yeah because because imagine if we went back to that formula in Vegas of just one night only with you know with somebody like a Diplo or Zed where like you know they have a hardcore following, but you everybody from Cali is going to come to that one the, show. The Vegas yeah. set sure. is very different. Like, oh, it is. People okay, don't understand that. I, I've seen Skrillex when I saw Skrillex and Wolfgang Gardner when they were at Avalon in LA when they were first coming up. Yeah, they were indie as fuck. Very creative, very different. But then anytime these artists, like even Dylan Francis and, and whoever, like Diplo, when they come to Vegas, it's a very generic. You're hearing bootlegs Vegas of popular set. music. It's yeah, not, yeah, Vegas. Plus, not that plus, great. I was just telling him a story on the way here. I don't, I don't. I'm actually kind of cool with the guy, so I don't want to put his name out there. But one of the guys you just mentioned. Okay. The very first time I met him, I didn't even realize. I I had to be reminded that that I met him. He's like, I'm DJing, right? And um, it was at this festival in uh, in Detroit, and. One of the DJs you just mentioned comes up to me. Hey, I'm the next guy. This is before he was big. Okay. okay. I'm the next guy. Can, can, you know, can you leave it at 128 BPM? So I'm like, well, I'm like at 130. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to go. We're just thinking zones. I, I'm that's not like going to okay. Yeah, yeah. That's usually, you know, around, da- you know, 128, yeah. 130. That's like typical dance music BPM. I was like, well, don't worry. I'm not going to go down to trap music, which is like 75 BPM. You know, I was like, so don't oh, worry. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's like, well, yeah, but I needed exactly 128. <laughs> so that exactly. So, and, and, and so for people that don't know, 130 having... beats per minute is like a fraction faster. So to mix it properly, you have to take the two percent that, that 2%. has 128 yeah. BPMs and speed it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you actually have to mix it by ear a little bit, yes. you know? And, and so, um, but that goes to show me, he did not know. Yeah. And then, and then, and then. But there's so many like, festival like guys. Year, it was like years later. He's like, yeah, remember when you first met him? I, my my buddy is like, I'm like, no. And uh, he's like, remember he played right after you in the festival. And, and uh, 
in Pontiac, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit. that was him. And yeah. like, like I said, I don't want to put him on blast, well, but then I'm just like, that's Because so a lot whack. of these guys, so when they got famous, they got thrown into the festival circuit just automatically. These these guys were keyboard jockeys. They weren't yeah. disc jockeys. Yeah. And they, so they had to learn really quickly how to DJ. And that's when like the you know record box on everything, like mm -hmm. basically grids your music for you. Yeah. And you just hit the sync button and well, you hit play and it mixes for a you. Mixed in key? Or? Uh, well, no, it's, uh, well, there's sync. Mixed in key yeah. So when you have yeah, sync, yeah, yeah. it reads the beats and then a lot of these djs that you see i saw this crazy fucking software those um uh, the, these guys you know like when you watch like a festival and there's videos in the background with the lyric videos mm -hmm. yeah okay so the guys that are djing that are in the in the sound booth with the big board in the front of the house they have a there it's like a telephone cable that connects from you all the way over to the, to the pioneers right that's all i'm saying and, yeah, and they, they're literally show. controlling the dj's system from the sound booth whoa and they can do everything so the dj's not even actually they're not play. doing shit. That, that's what i say about festivals that production is so good yeah it gets your mind off this guy's really not doing shit up there because yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. In he's just waving his hands yeah, hey! yeah. Listen, no. why, why do you think uh the, the what, what is it called i can't even fucking the three guys that were up there um Swedish Swedish Mafia. Mafia. yeah like i mean how They're long doing did, how long did it take for people to be like listen we know one guy isn't doing anything so what are the yeah. other two guys yeah, doing? yeah. i mean I've, i dj'd a festival like for real like on a proper huge festival stage i it, i would never do it again i'm pre-mixing my shit forever after oh that. really yeah what? fuck that it's so like because okay first of all the sun's beating down on you you don't have a shade necessarily there's too many variables because like if you, you got thousands have, of people in front be, of you you gotta have that in your rider though well the, i was the first guy on the main stage i don't have control over anything because like i'm djing during yeah. on during the day you, you remember what happened to him the last time the sun hit him in vegas oh my god <laughs> <laughs> he went mikey wait what, 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 what happened <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did all right, we might. Okay, oh, we're gonna tell this story now. Yeah, Might as well. So, so it was wait, me. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's first hear his version. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 then, and then the guys are really no. Okay, then then we'll. I was there the whole time. I just got extra emotional about it. You were yeah. there, but you weren't there. Emotional. So, no, I got. I was in my my ego feelings for real. Like I was. So I got him. Where was this? At? This was at rehab. At rehab. rehab. Like when rehab. Two thousand fifteen was, was like cracking, but it was. I had him. Uh, Godfather was there, and then the funniest person that was there was Ron Carroll because he's such a yeah. very holy, nice guy. But he was supposed to go on at a certain time. Yeah, I was, I was supposed to be the headliner and I ended up being the closer. Yeah, he ended up, it started drifting. So that was first kicking the nuts of my it, ego. It was about 115 degrees. And, we're just and I had two up. of those rehab drinks, yeah, like those 40-ounce uh. ones, all vodka. And what what was going on with the hard rock was is they were having an identity crisis. They, were, they would bring electronic music one week i think diddy was the weekend before would, i was there and then they would do all hip-hop and it'd be all urban people the next week and then they'd be like oh we don't want all these urban people here so we're gonna go back to and i'm like you can't keep flip-flopping back and forth you're gonna have a fucked up crowd so when he went on you know it was it was definitely over 50 percent the urban crowd but they were wanting him there was to play no, electronic. but there was nobody that, that on the dance floor when issue. i went on that was an issue some yeah. dude was in town from England oh, that had a oh, cabana yeah. Yeah. that wanted some weird rock. Well, he song. wanted Oasis, but not Wonderwall. It was the other hit that they had. One of them, fuck yeah. yeah and then, was, and then I, I'm like, I don't have Oasis. anything but Wonderwall. Hey, the, the guy, so the sound guy, yeah. the sound Oasis? guy. Yeah. No, this yeah. guy has bought like ten grand in. No, it was thirty. He was, they said it was thirty-five k deep. Whatever yeah. it was, it was but a lot of money. He, he had a big order, and they so, wanted you to play so the song. Wait a minute, and I just got on. I just went on. 
if these ballers legit are spending that much dough, they can actually request. A oh, song. It's, that's Bro, how Vegas Dad, works. Dad, that's how Vegas Dad works. Mouse got fucking paid two hundred fifty thousand to yeah, play living off. on a prayer. Terrible. Yeah, Dad that's Mouse how it is. Off, Anything's yeah. got a price in Vegas. Yeah. So basically, I had to unplug. I you just set up. Horse. I was two songs <laughs> into my set. I had to unplug everything again. The other guy that was playing before me had to go back on because he knew those motherfuckers and he had the song. I'm like, why didn't you play it before I went on? <laughs> First of all, I'm already in this bad fucking mind state. Hey, I'm, was, I'm going downhill quick. They told me the sound engineer guy, he's like, hey, you need to go tell your guy he needs to fucking play this song. And so I go up to him right in the beginning of a thing and he says, get the fuck away from me. And I'm like, yeah, because I had three different people in my ear within five minutes. I mean, I'm just trying to get my acoustics. I just want to play some music. And I would then, just like to play some music. And so then I go back and the guy's like, what do you say? And I said, he said, get the fuck away from me. And he's like, well, you, you got you're his manager. You got to do something. I'm like I'm like I I, I told him. And he's like, go tell him again. <laughs> so I, you know, I, tried, I tried to go up and, and, so and I, I took him. He was like, Are you for real right now? Are you for real right yeah, now? Oh, but this was the kicker. So they're already talking <laughs> Wait, do, about. Does he get a break if he plays the song? Like, do you? Well, get no, paid? I don't get anything. Oh, no, yeah, he should have got a kickback from those ballers. Yeah. yeah. What I, the I, fuck? I, so then finally he plays the fucking song. I'm like, it was like an acoustic version oh, of an oasis song on their first album that i i can hear it in my head to this day i don't know the name of it, <laughs> it they, back in anger? oh it was their second single Forever. yeah it was their second yeah no it was just a real whiny song I, I wanted to slit my british wrists i mean it yeah. was it was so bad i mean but you were playing so like that so he, he he completed the song that? no no so i had to he literally just played the cold cut version just play it okay i didn't have it i'm like fuck this song so I was like, okay, so he, I, he plays it. I, pull, I go back and unplug and plug everything back into my shit. So I finally go back on. And then I'm like, there's nobody on the dance floor. Fuck this. I'm going to have a tort contest. Yeah, he goes, so out of nowhere. Yeah. This is Mr. Florida, man. They're trying to say, the Hard Rock's trying to say that they did not want the hip-hop crowd there. And I'm like, bro, you just had Diddy there last weekend. Yeah, so and you're going to pull think, a fast one on me about these it. These people aren't going to come back. So he's like, yo, we're having a twerk contest and all these big girls get up on Yeah, it was lit. And that that was And it. then security guards wanted to bum rush me. They're like, fuck you. What the, you didn't clear that with us. I'm like, you have to do that in Las Vegas? The Sin City have to have a, ask for permission to have a twerk contest? So I'm getting even oh, more man. angry. In my head, I'm like, what? Where am I right now? Am, <laughs> so, I, am I at Disneyland? Hey, long story like, short, we got he threw his headphones. I broke my headphones they, in half. And I Hulkamanian them. They like they cut the sound. The yeah. guy literally pulled. I mean, it the was the end butt. of the day, anyways. It was six o'clock when it all went down. Yeah, no, he's right. But, but yeah, but De wait, 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 wait. I, I got lifted up. But you're wrong. Out. You're wrong, though. No one set up equipment. You you actually downloaded the track. No, I didn't. You downloaded it. No, the dude had it. Like you downloaded it. I remember. No, because like another guy no... did come on and play. It. Yeah, he, he had to download it. He was he, gonna, yeah, because yeah. they they had it like on a USB thing, and I had to undo my Serato so it could get played through the. Because I remember you had to get the Wi-Fi. I was standing. Yeah, there. I helped. You, oh, you no, got the password and you downloaded, downloaded it for him. He played it because I didn't have. So on like, on I, behalf of Deville, he not only did he throw his headphones, but he took his shirt off. Yeah, oh, I went some, Hulkamania. Somebody like, somebody oh. smacked him in his back, so he had a red handprint. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I had to I had to have a meeting. Well, I had to have it, I got carried out like <laughs> straight up. Yeah, we yeah, got in, a, in the hotel. We had to calm him down. We had to cuddle him. We had to give yeah. him a hug. The man. DJ oh, yeah. got got carried out. Yeah. Yeah. that could I've happen. Never in Vegas have I seen it, really anybody get in trouble, but to eject the DJ. 
We were just yeah. Like, it was. I mean, to me, it was outright disrespect from the get go. <laughs> like, just let me play my fucking set. But, but, like, yeah, well, I've never and, seen and, another DJ get bullied around like that. Like, I get it on their side though. Yeah, because, but I mean, you know, I walked like, in. I like, walked into a like fucking haymaker. You know, they want to. If this if this guy's gonna fucking spend another ten k, yeah, over a song. That you know, because right the way they look at it, they probably like. Okay, but it was just, a matter just, of five minutes, like play yeah. it while the guy was still on. Like yeah. it was like I was set up from the yeah, get go. Yeah, I'm like, because yeah. I was supposed to play the middle of the day, and here I am, like two forty ounce vodka cranberries deep, like in 115 <laughs> degree heat. And, oh my God. And, I, and I'm in my feelings about my ego and everything else. I'm like, I'm just I getting had, uh, kicked yeah. in the balls. So the president of the Hard Rock called me in like a little kid, and I had to go in there. <laughs> And he was actually cool. He was like, I, I was like, yo, man, listen, you guys had an all hip hop crowd there. You're telling him to play whack electronic music. They weren't feeling it. So he fucking, he went with what, what he knew. And, and the guy was actually cool enough. The president was like, you know what? You know, that's, that makes sense. And I was like, all right, cool. Duh. You know, but I'm like, but yeah, you were the, you're the first last and only dj i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so bad i almost quit dj hey, that you know weekend what? you know what you and you know the other yeah you about to quit remember yeah, yeah. i was yeah. like fucking quit we're like it's okay man. hey you it's know who else stuff. i, th I, yeah, I threw like, my phone across the hotel wall and yeah. it didn't break you know who else I frisbee through hey, that shit one, like, fuck my phone one other dj has gotten ejected from vegas and that happened to be dj jazzy jeff yeah did he really jazzy jeff i got good company i got good company they did a party at excess for DJ AM. Yeah. And uh, they hired Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. And then he was playing what he plays. And they were like, we don't like what you're playing. And they're like, you need to change what you're That's playing. That's why and, I hate Vegas. And, and he's like, what? and DJ Jazzy like, Jeff's like, what? And they're just like, like hey, we hired you. What the fuck But up. don't do what you do. <laughs> yeah. They, they pulled well, the plug. Hey, David Copperfield, out. don't do fucking magic. What's wrong well, with you? The problem you? is like the people, like, these entertainment, uh, these entertainment buyers, they don't know the roots and yeah. they, they don't understand and somehow all these people get jobs yeah. this town is run by people that are fake, not qualified they, they fake to it do till it. they make it that's all yeah. that's yeah. all it is you know i it, mean it's literally you that. know who, you know who loses at the end of the day the fucking customers with... all these people that come into town yeah, have a good time because it sucks yeah they, they just they're they're fed the well, lowest but, common denominator but, but, of bullshit but you, but you got to look at the demo you're dealing with too, yeah though. i understood the 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 demo they don't they don't care about rooted music they just, well, they just care. deliver. They want to go. Hey, you got a name. No, no. Like, they want to. They're paying for an experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know you were, what yeah, you were yeah, saying. Yeah. It was they, they called it when I moved to Vegas, and I never heard of it before. But they called it mashup, and I didn't understand like what what that really was. But how they explained it, there's like yo at, at a club in Vegas, you got 21 year olds and you got 50 year olds. Yeah. You got to find an in between. So that's why yeah. mashup, the hip hop, the rock. That's why AM like came in at the best time because he was literally catering to anybody and everybody he's yeah he's like the that guy. time is gone now. yeah no but i feel yeah. like there's there's you know mashups are coming back via tiktok hip-hop's coming back it's crazy oh, like really? mashups are getting a resurgence I, so? I think i think dj mashup is like really creative though you know to it find and, and then you know because i actually have a couple mixes on on uh on apple music one's an 80s mix and one's 90s and like just the mix alone when you're trying as a dj like that music is not on beat when you're trying to mix guns yeah. and roses with like a program beat yeah. you have to like ride it speed yeah. it ride it up and down and just to follow the beat and uh i mean it, but it's fun you can get so creative with that shit well because like you're like asking like how this stuff's it. happening because yeah. all these people like ableton that like yeah. these kids sitting in their house you have now it's a lot easier to get access because like uh 
there's all these leaks from you know Guitar Hero. They stem out but the, you the know vocals what? and everything. Do you know who um, Girl Talk was? Yeah. yeah. Like why? And I know he got into a lot of like legal well, he got shit. It. Yeah, he got hit he up was, hard. Yeah, because his mixtapes. He he went a little too hard with his distribution on his mixtapes, and the feds got him. But what? it was sick. Yeah, it was, it was genius. So he was tight. using Ableton in a way no one else I've yeah. ever seen because yeah. he was taking loops of popular songs. And then, like something from Cash Money, and yeah. then some Diddy. Would I know say, he was. But there were just hooks. It, it was. You could repeat. It, it so it was, was like almost, house. But it was he like was house making music. new songs yeah. with all these little verses. Because he would create tension. So what did he do? He, looping. Re- he released a. Oh, he was. He put out a mixtape yeah. that got. He he violated like 145 copyrights in an so hour. So much. And he he sold he sold it full price like a yeah. without clearing any of it. What happened to Knife Party? Uh, one guy died. Uh, they, yeah, oh, really? They, I think one they of the guys was a knife fight. Dude, they have some no, they, following out they here. Got into they got I don't know if somebody died, but they got into a fight, I want to say, I which EDC. But yeah. And same thing with Dada, or Dada Life. The guys broke up, too. It's just the one one guy now in Dada yeah. Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Crickers. Yeah. yeah it's like all I those got, mega groups kind of d- dissolved away. Uh, manufactured superstars. And I saw that, you know, the manufacturer superstars are actually the owners of Beatport. Beatport yeah. But yeah. I see that Beatport's doing like kind of like a movement sessions thing. Beatport's you know, what, you out know of what? nowhere. And you know what? I, I don't want to say fuck them, but you know what? Like, no, no, no. They pissed me the fuck off for a while. Like, well, they're fake DJs. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Beatport. Oh, because, Beatport. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Hey, you know my, Bad Boy Bill. My. That. My my label, we we released over three thousand songs. I I own the rights to, right? Okay, so that's just one label. Now, all these other Detroit uh, uh, electro and ghetto tech labels that had shit on Beatport, they would like throw it in the house section or the techno, and it's like, I actually talked to them. I was like, this is not techno music. I go, do you understand like what this music is? I mean, but it's not like we're giving you forty tracks. There's like thousands of songs, and you and, and well, we're just gonna put it in that. I'm like, so you're trying to tell me the genre music we do, you're just gonna shove it in another. Like they didn't even give it any respect. Oh. They didn't even give us the respect. See, they had the, a, they, 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 they didn't just even give now you guys your own genre. Yeah. And recently they announced, oh, we're gonna do a Detroit electro set. Like we're all supposed to suck what? their dick now. And I'm like, you know what? I go, I go. They're just doing it because everything else is fucking so stagnant. Yeah, that's yeah. what I they're was, doing. I was surprised yeah. to and, see them back. <laughs> and, and you know, like someone like Juno Download, which is kind of Beatport's, they're the British uh, version. Yeah, the British version. Yeah, like Beatport. I mean, they show nothing but love, and they like they want to make sure all all, all the music and all the it's, rooted music is like presented categorized proper, properly. Yeah, yeah, and it's like when you're shopping as a DJ, I get frustrated on Beatport too because they don't up until like a year ago or two years ago. It was just everything was lumped into categories that made no sense. Like, let's say I want some jungle techno or something with like uh, dirty Dutch in it. Mm. It's just lumped into electro. Everything's oh, like really? electro. And it, it, it just recently they made subgenres. And when you're shopping, there's probably 300 subgenres of EDM. And yeah. you got to yeah. at least get a little more specific. Yeah. And, and it's, um, it's, it's just crazy because I felt like, especially the ghetto tech stuff, it's not even just a, a genre it's a literally a culture yeah because there's no other because uh, there's, a there's dance. no there's no other genre of music that 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 does uh battle djs with no, d- d- beat no. juggling while keeping a dance floor not some cubert shit but there's no other genre that does that yeah where you're besides, juggling and keeping it on and, beat. and, and, and I, I'll, I'll 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 do you know when i'm explaining ghetto tech you know because they just think when they hear like a 
a song talking about you know that references sex or something. It's just yeah. a bunch of sex songs. I'm like, no, it's not. That's I, a genre. I, I was like, ghetto like tech, DJ Assault. Is, ghetto DJ tech Funk. is more of a a, a, a culture, Funk. if anything, because not only does this genre of music have its own kinds of dances, but it actually has its own style of DJing. Yeah. That nothing. There's no other yeah. genres like that. And and, and 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 I tell people all the time. You know, I was like, man, I'll, I'll pick five guys from Detroit. I guarantee we'll go to any city and smash anyone. I, I I put I, I put all out, the money. I say on that it. out here all and, the time, and, 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 and I, I actually mean it. And it's not like it's not uh, uh, having an ego or anything. It's just it's, re it's realizing just it's the just this field. music. The, like any any hip hop battle DJs, you throw on a 150 BPM record. How are they going to scratch? I'll let you. Uh, how do you think they would scratch to 150 BPMs? I'll let you answer it, and I want to see if well, you're going to say what I'm thinking. Well, like uh, like a regular DJ, like. Yeah, a a, a a a a a battle DJ that could scratch, right? Well, they're gonna just okay. do like like what I what I think they're gonna do versus mm -hmm. what I know what you're gonna do. Because mm -hmm. like I know what you how you do it, but like your average DJ, like you cut at <laughs> halftime. Exactly. It's okay. Like, bah, so, bah, 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 yeah. Bah, bah, bah. They it's, can't keep up. Boom, 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 and and, and cut yeah. to that fast. Yeah. Where when 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 Detroit DJs when Detroit DJs can. See, I laugh because I I'm so like this whole scam artist movement out here in vegas it's a joke man and i'm I agree. like i That's always exactly say, what they I'm are like, yo i'm like let me bring that I've, I've said that for years let yeah. me bring three or four djs from detroit and they will fucking put circles yeah. around these but guys. you know and, and i'll be the first to admit just just i'm on both sides of the fence as a dj as an artist and as a club owner right so i i know i can't even play my own music in my own club because my club is open format vegas style bottle popping because you know what I want to make the most money I can. I, I opened a club to, for, for the business side of it, right? Um, so I understand, like, in Vegas that, that you couldn't do that in a vacation city, you, you know, but, but there's, there's a lot of places that, that do a lot of underground stuff, especially like in Europe. You travel worldwide. I yeah. Mean, what's and, what's and, your and, favorite country to play? Mm, fuck. Your, your format brazil or australia yeah mm -hmm. see see th this is a worldwide format too like let's not get it twisted it's not just a local thing no, this is yeah a worldwide... i mean the cool thing is you know we've we started this music me and a handful of people were yeah. actually the creators of a, of this genre and like now it's turned into there's there's people in australia making ghetto tech there's people in brazil oh, wow. making ghetto tech but who, who do you think is a good example? They do is in, is actually in uh, uh, Portuguese, you know. Oh, okay. And, and 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 like not to put you on the spot though, who who hmm? do you think's carrying the torch? Like, do you have any artists that stick out in your mind that are doing a good job of carrying the torch for you in other like, countries? Like, yeah, there's artists? a guy named Jensen Interceptor. He, um, he does a lot of stuff on like BBC Radio and Rinse FM. Um, he's from Australia, but he lives in Berlin now. See, that's tight. Um, there's another guy. He 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 makes the goofiest fucking videos, but you should check him out. He, he goes by Party Boy sixty nine. I've heard of him. Yeah. Party Boy. Yeah, he, I've seen his yeah. mixes. Yes, yeah, so, and, and I just did a remix for him. Oh, that guy's. It's P A R T Y B O I. Boy sixty nine. Yeah. He's but on he Instagram. Does, uh, yeah, uh, on YouTube. He's his on, videos YouTube. are nuts. Okay. He's on Instagram, and, and like, and he makes the goofiest fucking videos, but it's all. It's kind of his version of ghetto tech it's stuff. Like neo retro. You know? He but plays it's, classics. It's, it's all influenced from us, yeah. which is yeah. cool. You know, um, he's hilarious. You know, and uh, you know, I would DJ in Paris. <laughs> I must have played Paris thirty times, and like, they have a big uh, scene out there. I'm like, and then, but they were like always sampling our vocals, and 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 maybe that's and, not and, the guy. And, and, and I, <laughs> I go, I go. Um, I, I was like, why, why do you guys, why aren't you guys doing your own shit? They're like, oh, well, we don't know how to. I'm like, why aren't you doing it in French? And they didn't think about it. Oh, wow. 
And, and then they started doing some things in French and like. Did you see a couple of producers? But, but, but then if the vocals are in French, you gotta start talking to Snake, bro. But see. Yeah, look at this guy. Oh, yeah. He's got oh, sperm. Oh my Fucking. god. And you know what? No, he wow. does these stupid retroy goofy videos on purpose. It's like it's, Dude, a, it's, it's wild. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gimmick. Yeah, 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 it's a joke. Yeah. But. He's playing dope he, shit. He's killing it, but he's playing dope <laughs> shit, though. Yeah, and he does all this stupid shit. I fucking love him for it. Yeah, I just did a remix for him, actually. Yeah, that's great, man. But, See, these are the people that, like, keep the yeah. shit alive. I mean, it's... it's I mean, it's like... You gotta, like, wake people up to new styles. Te- like, that's why I liked Crookers. I loved Crookers, but it was... It's more my my era, but yeah. that was like Fidget House, yeah. and, and now it's it's sort so of... I miss it, Fidget it, House. They're from Italy, I think. Like Italy, right? Yes, uh, yeah. Paris. Wait, Crookers? Crookers? I thought they're from Italy. Oh wait, no, yeah, you're right. It, Italy. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was yep. thinking of somebody else. But um, I didn't know that. It's, funny. it's um, yeah, like I like I like Jack Beats and I like AC Slater. They mm-hmm. were really they. You know why AC is doing good? They, night bass. They, they do that night bass yeah. stuff, and it's it's literally if you take kind of ghetto tech meets dubstep shit yeah. yeah but it's up-tempo dubstepy shit with like it helps kind of ghetto it, i think it helps all, and all yeah. the artists house is cool. and, and, and he's got his own identity yes. though. that's why and then like th- th- there's so m- that's the problem with this with the industry is that everyone's just trying to do what everyone else is doing and if yeah. i hear another melodic and, breakdown and i will blow my brains out now i'm I, <laughs> personally speaking i'm like in the state where i'm you know what i'm doing nothing but me and yeah. that's it you know nothing but me and the, no matter what i will always stand out yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to ride this fucking EDM dick wave or this fucking dubstep shit. I'm doing my own thing that yeah, we've created. More and of I'll, that. I'll continue to do. Only, only thing I, I want to continue to work on doing is like elevating the production. Yeah, but still keeping the same rooted style. Oh, and, and absolutely. Godfather, tell them the name of the album again. Electro beats for freaks. Yo, make sure you Google that shit. Get some education. Get that Google shit. that shit. Google that shit. Yo, but you know, it's um, I, I think uh, we've. Uh, Let's do a little reminder before we close out. We've got a really fun uh, uh, podcast. We're going to be like recording it live. Live and, uh, stream. So we're going to have shenanigans. We're going to have Godfather, myself, and Mark. Mark Eaton. Mark, e- Mark, Mark Eaton. Mark Eaton. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be jamming out. And uh, who, who's sponsoring it? Uh, we got several sponsors. Eric, Eric, Roy, Eric Roy Law, Law Firm. Firm. Uh, yeah. Eric Roy's a homie. Yeah, Casamigos, Tequila. Casamigos. And then also Red Bull. Hey, how about that? So and, uh, Ignite Water. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, Shout out I, to Dan Bilzerian. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just kidding, but he should <laughs> just be kidding. Us. Yeah. But uh, make sure you, uh, we're going to be uh, posting a lot more information about that. Uh, once again, we want to thank Shenanigans for being on thank the show. Thank you so much. Pink the Town Podcast. Thank you, Godfather. Check them out. Thank you. Thank you. My name's DJ DeVille, Domo thank Monster. You, Godfather. True. Domo Monster. Peace True. out. Yo, thank you, guys. We'll see, see you, guys you soon. Tomorrow. Peace. Queen Room Radio.